Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Town Talkers. What? I was like, why did he pause so long? Did he did he bump his mic again? No. And I'm Tom Haley. Yeah. And I'm Sleepy Benjamin Duncan. That's the one I was referring to. You already said who you were, Tommy. And uh, hello, YouTube. Hello, YouTube. Hello, hello, YouTube. We have returned. You know what? Funny, I noticed the other day. You couldn't deal with your own failure, so we'll let lead you back to me. No, but um, Tommy looks like a uh, recently retired uh, radio host from the Kansas City area. Can't wait to see where this leads. If you guys uh, listen to 101.1 The Fox at all, Meh. we all know that um that Skid Rody retired a couple years ago. But um, Tommy, to me, just looks like a younger version of Skid Rody. Please tell me you sent a picture. <laughs> I've, never seen what, I've never actually seen what Skid Rowdy looks like in person. Really, that's what he looks like in in person. I've God, never seen that's that before. scary. Kind of uncanny valley right there. I will <laughs> flash an image of Skid Rowdy and Tommy right here. <laughs> uh, crazy how, I mean, how, what year was this photo taken? Oh. I don't know, but I think it was from. It's within. It's this. That photo has been taken within the past four years, I believe. Hmm. Past four years. Sometime within the past four years, because he retired from one hundred one point one, the Fox, in twenty twenty one. Interesting. Oh, okay. I didn't oh. know he retired then. Uh, ben, yes, you got back from a another one of your weekend excursions that you're taking. You got another one coming up. We'll get to that yeah. later. Uh, tell the folks at home where you were, and then uh, we'll break down your schedule coming up. Me and my little brother were in Wichita this past weekend. For? Laughing, Tommy? Um, I think I'm just, I just read something that was pretty funny. Mm. But um, me and my little brother were in Wichita for ShockerCon, and uh, not, not gonna lie, um, everything else that we did and went to, other than that, was probably the better part of the weekend. Every time you say ShockerCon, I always just think of fucking ShockerCon. <laughs> Yeah, whatever there, bud. That uh, wasn't even a fun whatever. joke. Well, you she had fun, though, right? Yes. We had a lot of fun. 
Well, that's Do good. you guys want me to tell you where all I went? Yes, this is part of your uh, Where Was Ben segment that we're doing now. All right, so <laughs> me and my little brother got into Wichita, Kansas around, let's say, 1130-ish. And uh, before we went to our hotel where the convention was being held, we stopped at the Town East Mall there in Wichita um, to get some lunch. And we stopped at uh, the Charlie's Cheesesteaks there in the mall to get some Philly cheesesteaks. Not too bad. I had a, I had a Philly cheesesteak from Charlie's whenever I was at the Philadelphia airport last year. God, why do you always say Philadelphia so weird? Have you noticed that, Tom? I know. He says it He says it so odd. It's just, ugh. Why? Anyways. Hey, re- hang on, hang on. Repeat after me. Repeat after me. Phila. Phila. Delphia. 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 Yeah, there's another L. There's another L in there. Philadelphia. There you go. Hey. At least he's not saying Philadelphia. Stop. Right. But um, and the the mall the the Wichita mall goths were out. I mean, it's the weekend anyway, so the the mall goths were in their natural habitat. Um, we checked out the the Spencers there at the mall. Of um, course, you did. Um. What weird, messed up stuff did they have there? What was very sad, um, like they had, they were stocked, all the t-shirts they had were fully stocked, except one. Do you guys want to guess which one that shirt was? No. Not really. A Bad Dragon (laughs) t-shirt. A a what? A what t-shirt, my friend? A what? A what? (laughs) <laughs> Come on, you know that would be something they would have there. It's just a, it's just a, it's just getting a dragon getting slapped on the wrist with a ruler, and it just says "bad dragon." The only shirt oh, they had sold out was this shirt right here. Every mm. other shirt was in full stock. Okay, that's understandable. <laughs> I, that shirt is hilarious. My little brother was like, I ironically that shirt that's going hard. But after we got done exploring the mall, we went to our hotel where the convention was being held. And um, our hotel was nice. It wasn't bad at all. We had a, a we were, we, me and my little brother shared a, a king size bed in our hotel room. It was nice. Um, uh, you you, but, you uh, did what? You did what, my guy? Weirdo. Tommy, did you, did you hear this man? What? He shared a king size bed with his I'm little not brother? sleeping on the floor again. Not two weekends in a row. Uh, I know how that, I know that feels having to forcefully share a bed with someone else. I slept on the floor, you fuck. Doesn't matter. Bro, it's, it's, it's a king size bed. We There's the four, the four big long pillows. We each got one pillow, and then we had... We had the trench of pillows down the middle of the bed, as usual. That's how it's done. But, um, went to the convention. I would say that 
it was it was a smaller like convention room. Uh, there was probably about twenty five thirty fold out tables total with like stalls and stuff. You know, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is definitely was, a you and Tommy convention here. But um, there were was it like actually in the hotel, like just in their ballroom or something like that? Yeah. But um, they had the three people to get things, the three voice actors where you could get things signed. And as you guys probably saw, I got... I already uh, saw it. I got the voice actor's signature for Sanji from One Piece to sign my manga. He was a really chill dude. He was pretty cool. And then uh, I got some other stuff. Uh, and uh, let's see. I got a, a, a little... Uh, a little thing for Tommy as well while I was there, but um, uh, what else? Oh, but the, the big kind thing about the convention was kind of what that thing was. I'm afraid it's gonna be was something that? that you're gonna be able to put in a jar. No, 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 no. no. Oh, fuck. It, it was the 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 because it's it's like me and Tommy and the things kind of like matching together. Those two things were worth two dollars together. So that definitely sounds like something I can put in a jar. No, Tommy, you're getting your Sailor Moon costume for your punishment already. For two bucks? I don't know. Maybe you got it extra small for you. But um, everything. I do have you know I won a fantasy this week, and I'm we're not three and one right now. But um, uh, the weirdest thing though was just me and Ben battling that out. There were these two gentlemen that were there. I'd say they were probably just a couple years younger than me, but uh, older than my little brother. Um, they're just wearing, like, plain T-shirts with nothing on them and shorts. I don't want A little on the, the heavier side. But um, I don't know how the heck the conversation got to it, but um, the one guy went up to one of the professional cosplayer dudes that was there, like, dressed up in, like, a, a stormtrooper outfit, you know, bro? Yeah. Which was cool, but... um. He was like, do you want to know what my fursona is? Like, out loud, really okay. loud. <laughs> and then, it's weird, because his other friend didn't say anything. But he, he was walking around with his phone, and he actively had the Discord app pulled up on his phone at the convention. And I'm just like... Chief? Chief? My tellers on that Discord sir? Sir. I'm just thinking... These are some some of those weird Discord moderators that talk to like children. This is kind of weird. Uh. 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 But moving overall, the convention was good except for that little weird. <laughs> Tommy feels there. uncomfortable by that comment, Ben. I wonder why. After that, uh, me and my little brother went to the uh, the Wichita um, Art Museum, which was actually very nice. There was a lot of really cool art pieces in there, and it was either us choosing between, because whenever we left the convention, it was like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. And so it was like 2.30-ish, I think, and both the Wichita Art Museum and the Botanica, the Wichita's Botanical Garden, mm. they both closed at 5 on Saturday. So it's like, do we want to go to an art museum that's inside and has air conditioning? Or go to the botanical garden, and it's ninety-five degrees outside. Yeah. And so we chose to go to the art museum, 
and it was actually a really really fun time and they had a lot of really nice pieces and funny enough they were setting up for a wedding that night in the art museum as well so Damn. we got also you were able to walk into where uh the wichita baseball team plays just casually walking he's, in he's no, getting no, to that he's getting no to security that. no nothing then uh after that um we because i want to hear the story as to how that happened as well yeah, after that we, we we went to uh the original pizza hut museum on wichita state's campus it is the the first pizza hut that ever existed it's turned into a museum now it's just this little itty bitty tiny building that's right across the street from the shockers baseball field and all the dorms that are surrounding it it's closed on the weekends which is sad but um it was still cool to just drive by and like point at the sign and be like take pictures of it like yo that's cool um and like wichita's baseball state's baseball field is very nice great baseball field then after that we drove over to uh the wichita wind surges uh baseball field okay so and this is where I the did... story starts getting interesting this is where i want to know what happened <clears throat> so hang on let's let's set the stage Ben is telling us nothing about this trip at all. He is basically radio silent this whole time. All of a sudden, we get a snap, a video sent to us of Ben inside a baseball stadium with no one around. Just walking around. He's literally that one guy on TikTok that's just casually going, trying to see if he can break into stadiums. And successfully does it. Yeah. This motherfucker just, just casually just strolled into a baseball stadium. So, no security. No nothing. So please explain how the hell that worked out. Alright, so we, we stopped there because they have the, this really big, cool Wichita baseball like m- mural on the side of the stadium, which is really nice, actually. But, um... I was like... My little brother's like, yeah, I don't really care. So he just stayed in the car and we left it running and I went to go run and like take pictures of the stadium and stuff. But um, This gets worse. <laughs> I didn't go inside the stadium. Bullshit! Bullshit! I went up the staircase. They had the gates locked. And so what I did was I put my arms through the gates with my phone and I took a video like I was inside the stadium. So you weren't actually in the stadium. You just put your hands through. The, that's what the fuck. But they had the the field set up for uh, high school football, I believe, because they had uh, uprights on both ends of the field. That's kind of weird. And then uh, we drove past uh, Interest Bank Arena, where the Wichita Thunder play. Yes, it's in a very bad part of town. The arena is nice itself, but it is very bad part of town. There's not a lot of great parts of town in Wichita. Depends where you are. Like, all, where all the museum stuff is, that stuff's nice. Oh, I forgot to mention. After, immediately after we had left the art museum, me and my little brother went to the uh, uh, Keeper of the Plains statue, mm. which is very cool. It's there on the river. Um, and there's... There's two bridges where you can walk across from each side to get to the statue of the 
of the Native American chief. I can't remember what his name is. But it's a really cool statue, and they have all these, like, big fire pit things that they light on fire at night around it. So you can, like, see it in there in the river. It was really cool. But then we went to see the Pizza Hut Museum and stuff on their campus, yada, yada. Then after that, after we drove past the Intrust Bank Arena, we went back to our hotel, laid down for, like, an hour and a half just because we had done so much stuff in the day. And then we got up, went to Old Chicago for dinner, and we watched the end of the LSU Ole Miss game. We will get to that with later. The, uh, with, to the, with the Iowa State-Oklahoma game on the other TV. Uh, and There's a lot of Oklahoma fans in Wichita, bud. There was a lot of people yeah, from I Oklahoma know, in town this week in, in Wichita that weekend. And there was a lot of people from Texas as well. But um, we had dinner there, and then after that, we went back to the, the hotel, dropped some stuff off. And then we went to this place called The Arcade, which is a, it's somewhat downtown. Um, it's this, it's The Arcade, it's just this building, and they have like hundreds of uh, 80s and 90s arcade games. Oh, I, you showed uh, yeah. all the pinball machines. Yeah, that I was like, that's fucking cool. They have, they they have like literally every single Mortal Kombat game that's on the arcade machine itself. Uh, they had Contra, Frogger, all of the Galagas, Space Invader, uh, Battle Toads. Me and my little brother played that for like an hour. Um, Are you saying all the Galagas? Yeah, that are on the arcade machine. All right, just, all the just need to take a mental note. The next, just need to take the mental note next time. All three of us go down to Wichita. When? Why? Just making a mental note. I Why the hell would we go to Wichita? But uh, I don't know. the the thing is, me and my little brother were there from probably like nine o'clock till midnight because they close at one a.m. Because it's open from eleven a.m. to one a.m. Hmm. But um, the thing is, it's funny was that uh, me and my little brother were stopped at the door by a, a bouncer when we got there just after 9 because on Friday nights and Saturday nights they have the guy there just because it's the weekend and stuff because they serve drinks there at the arcade and you can get pizza there at the arcade as well. It's but, an arcade. You have to have pizza there. Yeah, but um, it's a really cool place and, and the bouncer, like he, he could tell that we were new to the area and like I showed him my ID and then since my little brother's not of age he was like just just know for next time and everything just come before nine and you don't have to worry about it but um because there's kids that were in there like 12 years older and stuff you know <laughs> but um but probably with adults so yeah but the thing is 12 dollars unlimited games you can play whatever you want you can be there as long as you want mm. just the thing is the uh the pinball that is like you have to use tokens for that so you have to put money in to get tokens for pinball but other than that like everything is free to play that's pretty cool yeah and it was it was a really really cool place and then don't we have something like that here there's, uh, i know there's tapcade yeah there's the one that's over by me but that's about it it's definitely something I there, was one downtown. there might be there's it's definitely downtown, something that uh 
me it and a tap cade. Yeah, well, tap cade's literally right by me. Yeah, like I can walk to tap cade right now, but I don't want to. No, it's uh, something me and, me and a mutual friend of ours have talked about mm. possibly uh, starting as a business. Well, there's power play. Well, oh, yeah, there's DraftCade in Zona. Yeah, like I said, the thing I can walk to. Because when there's one, it, like downtown. Mm. Oh, double tap. That's what it is. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. But um, then me and my little brother went back to the hotel got ready for bed, and then we caught the last hour of Avatar on the TV, which was fun, because uh, all the fighting and stuff, and then we went to bed, woke up. Yay, Next violence! Morning, went to, went to uh, breakfast at this really nice place, um, where we got, um, it was like biscuits and gravy, but also uh, Nashville hot chicken as well. God, that sounds so good. Sounds yeah. amazing. Holy shit! That sounds amazing. It was it was really good. It, it, you could it was it was a really good breakfast place. But um, then we we stopped at a few doors along the way to get like su- some souvenir stuff for the family, you know, whatnot. And then uh, souvenirs from Wichita. Ah, uh, yes. Like they had a bunch of uh, like the Wizard of Oz merchandise and stuff and so i got some stuff for my mom because she likes that movie you know i got my dad a uh, a sticker i got a sticker for my dad that has a guy sitting out on his lawn chair that says tornado watch okay (laughs) yeah yeah but um feel that also i feel attacked for that because you know that's something i would do but then after that, me and my little brother drove back. Literally every Midwestern's dad's uh, mortal in- in- instinct. And then I had to um, go and mow my grandma's yard right after I got home. And then recorded after the EOS. Three, half hour drive. And then, then record EOS. <laughs> you know, an over hour long EOS this week. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. There was a lot to talk about this week, to be fair. Let's see. And I'm sure we'll still get to more of it somehow on this podcast. But uh, that's good. Yeah. So overall, I had a good time. All right. It was the arcade was the definitely the arcade and the art museum were the definite highlights of the weekend. You know, not the convention that he went down there for. Oh, the one thing I did like that I got at the convention besides the signature. You know, Tommy, how you have like the. I think it's on your keys, but you have, like, the tag thing with, like, the anime character. Oh, the jet tag. You mean, like, a, a jet tag? Jet tag, yeah. But uh, there was a, a vendor that was selling a, a Marvin the Martian one. That's pretty cool. And uh, so I got a, a Marvin the Martian jet tag. Nice. Based. I don't know about based, but... Oh, and at the convention, I got my little sister. Uh, it's it's like a phone pop socket thing, but it's of a uh, Bluey. Why is why has Bluey become so popular? That is my question. You're a horse. What's your favorite food? She's Australian. Children. Whoa! Whoa! You've never actually seen that scene. It's like you're a horse. What's your favorite thing? And then it goes straight up to Blue and it's like, children. And it's like, I'm just kidding. 
Okay. Well, that's something for sure. But here, Tommy, see, I got us a, I got us like twin, twinsy stickers, basically. Because you were so worried about it. Yeah, I'll send you a picture later. It's probably for the best that I. But that don't is all. My was good. All right, and uh, Ben, this week, of course, will be in Colombia once again for Mizzou LSU. Yes. So if you see Mr. Ben somewhere in Colombia, stop by and say hi to him. Take a picture. Uh, talk about how tall yeah. he is for no reason. <laughs> the fans. We love the fans. Most likely be with the fans. So. Well, funny enough, I will. Uh, as soon as the game is over, I will not be returning right back home because I have family matters to uh, attend with uh, in uh, the northern part of the state as well. So mm, There you go. Well, I'm glad that your trip went well for you. Uh, yes. It's now time to talk about some serious topics here, such as the B-Card Twitter account. Serious? Oh. Serious? Do we Seri- know why yet? No, they haven't. Yeah, do we know like actually why? So since someone reported the account. Let's let's set the stage here. Okay. So uh gentlemen, you have the screenshots so you can tell me when I sent this and when I found out better than I can at the moment. Um but well, Go ahead, Tommy. You sent so you sent this yesterday. Which was Monday, mm-hmm. October 2nd, at 1.55 in the morning. Okay. So as I was about ready to go to break. And it says... This is so fucking stupid. Language. <laughs> it says, hello. <laughs> I mean, it is. Your account, B card entertainment, B underscore, B underscore card ENC, the B, the C, and the E are capitalized. Has been suspended for violating the Twitter rules due to a user report. I'm not saying X. I'm, d- I'm not saying that. I'm not either, so don't worry. Specifically for violating our rules against platform manipulation and spam. You may not use Twitter services in a manner intended to artificially amplify or suppress information or engage in behavior that manipulates or disrupts people's experiences on Twitter. Note... That if you attempt to evade a suspension by creating a new account, we will suspend your other accounts. If you wish to appeal the suspension, please contact Twitter support. And it's like something about premium, all that stuff like that. And it's like... I'm like reading that. I'm like, first of all, who the hell would report this? Second of all, I don't even think we posted anything that would warrant a suspension. No, we have not. So, uh, I quickly got with our social media manager that we have. Uh, we reviewed all the previous tweets, likes, everything. The only thing that is on there is stuff from us or that the account has tweeted out about stuff here. Like there's nothing liked? No, there's not. It's, again, our stuff. So, this was the... Point- I don't know. So, so have have they gotten back to you about, uh, you know, no. the account back or anything? I have sent 
this email was sent as our uh, request for a reinstation. <clears throat> and this is a very professional email. I will say that now. I will uh, send it in the group chat here for you all to read. Didn't use chat GPT to help you write this. I did not. <laughs> this was all just me, good sir. So the statement is in general there, gentlemen. You obviously can read it. It says as follows. We here are a Twitter account for B Card Entertainment, a YouTube channel and website. We retweet the tweets of those who are on the channel and produce content for our website. We rarely tweet as is and only like what is involved what those involved with us tweet out if it is relevant to any content coming out soon or that is out. We do, we do not and have not spam tweets. We post updates and do not see how this placed us in violation of any rules or terms of service. Or, and or terms of service. A quick search into our profile will show as much that we have not violated. Thank you, B-Card Entertainment. Did you also use Grammarly, my guy? I did. All right, good. All right, good. That was very nicely written. Yes. So, um, they have not gotten back to me since. Could just be fuck you. We ain't gonna let you do it. Does it take a few days? Does it like take? It doesn't say it takes a few days if you appeal. No, it does not. It does not. So, but uh, yeah. So there's the update on that, gentlemen. I'll uh, let you. Say what you want on that matter. Um, I just don't. I just don't understand. I just. My question is: when I was reading it, it said a user. Like, who? Like, I don't get. Like, I just. <laughs> obviously, one. We don't tweet often enough for it to be suspended. I mean. I just, I just, I just, I'm just genuinely confused about the whole situation. You know? Yeah, you're not the only one. Um, I tweeted the update from my personal account about it. Um, we will update y'all when we know anything further, but for right now, there's no uh, B-Card Twitter account. So, all the updates will come in, be coming through me, once again. So... Until your account gets blocked. Be careful. You might get your account suspended. I don't know how. I don't even know how the B-card one got suspended, so... I just don't understand it, because it says... Because it just... It says... Oh, damn it. I gotta scroll all the way back up. Because it says... Platform manipulation and spam... The spam part, I just don't understand. It just doesn't make sense because one, we rarely, you, you and the other social media manager rarely tweet from that account. Not very often. Yeah, we don't. On purpose. So it doesn't make sense that it warranted that it'd be like, oh yeah, we're gonna suspend your account because you're spamming and then you're just you know posting clickbait and stuff like that, even though we're not. No. I don't plan to. We never will. We never will intend to post clickbait. Unless if it's a clickbait thumbnail. Because, you know, 
West Clint Toronto Carter preps. Stuff. West Toronto preps. That that thumbnail. <laughs> but yeah, but, no, um, I, I don't know. I just I don't know. I don't know. I just it, I, confusion is just my general reaction towards this. Ben, your thoughts. I don't know. I'm not on social media enough. It's a good answer. Fair enough. It's a good answer. Fair enough. All right. Well, there you go. So there's the update on that. So, um, yeah, it's just a lot of fun stuff going on here at B Card Entertainment, obviously. Uh, I'm going to talk about something that I'm more positive about on this. Gentlemen, I bought some jerseys this past week. Oh, boy. I've been waiting to hear Oh, no. <laughs> Tell me, goes, oh, oh no. Not that many, just two. Just two jerseys. <laughs> that I learned about. <laughs> what, Tommy? That I know That I know about. Yeah, two jerseys. Just two that I bought. They both arrived. I have not picked them up yet. Uh, the first one that arrived was the black Sam Darnold Panthers jersey. Once again, filling my infinity gauntlet of quarterbacks in the NFL that have failed elsewhere. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? Because I... Sam fucking Donald in a Panthers one, no less? They didn't have the Jets ones, and I don't like the Jets jerseys. I like the Panthers jerseys. Especially the black ones. They're very clean. They're very nice. And then the other one, which I am way more excited about showing up. Tell me, I spent actual money on this jersey. Oh, fuck me. What did you get? <laughs> Are you going to show it to us? or I don't have it yet either. I have to go pick it up. Gentlemen, I now own... Are you going to actually physically pick it up? Yeah, it's in my mailbox right now. Gentlemen, I now own an honest-to-goodness... Indianapolis Colts, Gardner Minshew jersey. Oh my God! This oh this guy. <laughs> so, I now own the Gardner Minshew jersey. Thoughts. Uh huh. <laughs> Tommy has already made his pretty clear. Uh, I respect. I love Gardner Minshew. He is awesome. I love him so much. So, yes, Tommy, the collection grows evermore. That jersey collection will continue to grow forever and ever and ever. Alright. Anyway, Tommy's now going to talk about college football for us. I don't know. I was working. I was working this weekend. I didn't really see a lot of college football, so someone else. Boom! College football talk. LSU's defense looks like Swiss cheese, bro. That's been evident ever since the Florida State game. What do you mean? Bros gave up seven hundred and eleven mm. yards of offense from Old Miss, the most ever by an offense in SEC history. 
I mean, there's definitely some bad calls that the refs did that were in LSU's favor, too. I mean, a little bit, but, like, your defense is absolute Swiss cheese. It's not like it's going to be any – not like it's going to matter. Let's see if there's anything else. Um, Give me just a second. What, that's all that y'all had to say about college football? I don't know. No, I don't. I did not watch any games this weekend. Mizzou won, I think. Yes, Mizzou did win. I saw that um, the the Iowa State-Oklahoma game, it was at halftime, and it was Oklahoma 40, Iowa State 20 at halftime this past weekend. Yeah, it was was not a... Dear Lord. Not a good one for them Cyclones this week. In the slightest. Yeah. So, but, you know, suck, really suck for them. Um, I guess Pat McAfee was hung over and he threw up during segments. I have no idea. I don't know. Oregon State. Someone got, kicked in, someone got kicked in the face at college, during college game day. How terrible. Oregon State beat Utah on Friday. Oh, yeah. Actually, hold on. Actually, USC absolutely fucking dog-walked Colorado again. Uh, the second straight week. Uh, not dog that. Hold on, I take that back. USC kind of got... The, the tank was running empty towards the end of that game. The the loss is coming for USC. Texas A&M beat uh, Arkansas and Jerry World. In a thriller, by the way. Great game. <laughs> Bro, they had Arkansas fans going did you guys see that one video of that dude in snap messages yep oh, oh was going through it um, Kentucky now has its East, longest eastern winning. eastern Michigan fell the central Michigan boo boo well, yeah Rock, you, as Damn. you were saying about Kentucky uh Kentucky extending their streak they have now won three straight against the University of Florida Gators as they won 33-14 and Kentucky is now ranked this season. Uh Georgia almost lost to Auburn at Auburn. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> uh but, Nebraska so, got slapped. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Before Michigan. before you move on, Ben. You brought up something on the podcast on EOS. Two thousand seven. If you don't <laughs> not that. On EOS this past week. If you don't listen to EOS, go listen to EOS. It's the Missouri Tigers podcast me and Ben do. Yes. Uh, where you said this is probably the weakest you've seen Georgia in a while. Yes. And you think since, that... Uh, since I was a freshman in college to now, this is the weakest I've seen Georgia. And you think this might be the year that they get got? I feel like G- Georgia will not be rank one by the end of the season. So it's an Alabama thing, where it's like Alabama has one year where they just absolutely struggle. They'll make the playoff, but not be like the number one team in the country. And there's the possibility, I think, that LSU's going to have four losses on the year, which is crazy, but... Based off what we said on the podcast this week, they're about to get their third. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, 
Yeah, Nebraska got schlacked at home by visiting Michigan. Tommy. Not surprised. Are we, like, kidding ourselves here? How is this not surprising? It's the number fucking two-ranked team in the country. Uh, Bowling Green upset Georgia Tech, as me and Brock talked about on EOS, by a former Tiger. Um, the Alabama that. loss really set fire under South Florida because they beat Navy 44-30. Um, Held Alabama to Kansas 17 Bama. points, but Navy yeah. scores 30. Navy better than Bama? Uh, in the shit in the rafters. In the rafters, boys. Hey. Yeah. Is Navy better than Bama? Debate later on BTT. Maybe. Who knows? Um, Find out more. Kansas loss at Texas. Don't, don't gloss over Wait. the Kansas loss at Texas. Come on, Ben. I know that you they have They were such starting their backup quarterback. Fucking smoked against Texas. Kansas was yeah. starting their backup ben, quarterback ben, to Texas. Ben, you you and I both know that you had so much joy seeing that score and watching it. Oh, Look, I had Kansas winning this. I had, I'd favored Kansas winning this game by three, but that yeah, didn't happen. You're an so. idiot for that. Texas was pissed off because of the last that time before, they played. That was before... Uh, I saw that Kansas's backup quarterback was starting that game. Yeah, well, whatever. Come on, uh, you know Oregon Schlecht, Stanford. You know that you got so much joy watching Kansas lose. I didn't even watch the game. To no, be completely but honest. You know what I mean. Kansas lost. Arkansas Indiana lost. Indiana. Illinois lost. Nebraska lost. Mizzou won and is still ranked. Good day in Tiger Country. It's a great day to be a true son. Yeah, Iowa State ended up losing to Oklahoma 20-50. to 50. Um, Jesus. Spencer Rattler was not able to destroy Orange teams again this season. Uh, South Carolina lost at Tennessee 20-41. to 41. They just look bad. Like uh, Notre Dame beat Duke 21-14. Struggle win! How do you, how do you let Duke uh, hang around like that? Like, no, right? I was like... I'm like, you didn't tell me you guys struggle against Duke. Like, you get after the loss against Ohio State like that, you could fucking mop the floor with them. Also, Duke is still somehow ranked and is ranked higher than Missouri. Yeah. Wait, Duke is still ranked? And is ranked higher than Missouri. Tell me how that works. Um, I don't know. Michigan State lost to Iowa. Iowa scored 26 points. Ooh. Tommy, do you think they're actually going to hit their goal this year? <laughs> no. Uh, um, App State beat uh, Louisiana Monroe in a thriller 41-40. There were a lot of good ones this week. Uh, Air Force. Oh, they should have, okay, back to the oh, Iowa thing. I'm going to go back to the Iowa thing. They should have just fucking fired his ass last year. Yeah. I don't know why they kept their... I get that's his son and all, but, like, something got to change. And again, they're like the Steelers of the fucking college football universe. Hire Matt Canada. They hire a Matt Canada-esque offensive coordinator. Don't fire him. Refuse to elaborate. Leaves. I'm just saying, watch him go... Watch Iowa's offense go off, like, one week for, like, 70 points. But, um, as I was saying, uh, Air Force stomped San Diego State. 
Dun, 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 as as starting to favor Air Force this season. I've been favoring Air Force. What the hell are you talking yes. about? Second favorite uh, team. Washington. What the hell? Washington beat Arizona in a close game. Uh, really? Are Fresno you saying State a close game? Really a close game? Are we seeing the same score here, my guy? 31-24, that's a touchdown game. Yeah, that's because Arizona scored in garbage time. Ten-point game. All right. uh, Fresno State is finally ranked after their win against Nevada. They were ranked and, before uh, their win against Nevada. Yeah, but they're at 25. But um, And then Alabama went into Starkville and beat Mississippi State to a pole. Yeah, I pulled up the... Uh, the scoring summary here, Ben. Arizona scored with a minute eight left in the fourth. Okay. Garbage time touchdown. Yeah. By the way, Michael Penix. Ooh, Nebraska, uh, Nebraska and Illinois play on Friday. Oh, boy. It's a Friday game? Yeah, 7 so o'clock. So thrilled. Illinois favored by three and a half. So long can we be able to watch it? I'm working that time at that time. Boy, that sucks. So I'm not a Bears fan. Yeah. LSU's yeah. Fa- LSU's favored by six and a half. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I gotta say on that one. It's just yeah. Ooh, Alabama's at Texas A and M. Yeah, we'll get to we'll get to those types of games yeah. for picks because those are on our uh, yeah. docket there, my good sir. Ooh, that Kentucky at Georgia. Georgia's favored by fourteen and a half right now. I'll, anyway. I'll let us move on. Anyway, Tommy, playoffs. Playoffs. You want to talk about playoffs? I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call so goddamn hard. The floor is yours, my. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call so goddamn hard. Let me see this. Um, currently, I guess t- I guess they started today. I thought they started tomorrow. I thought all the games started tomorrow. Today. Turns out they started today. And uh, let me just say, holy shit! They actually won that game. Are you fucking kidding me? Language. Sorry, sorry. I was just that I was watching the Diamondbacks Brewers game, and it was like three nothing, and the I think it was like the top or bottom of the third, and Arizona went back to back and then tied the game, and then I was like, I got I got to go do something, and I come back and I'm like, oh, it's still three three, and I guess I turned it off for some reason to check the Philly score. Yeah, that place was alive. Put it that way. Citizens Bank Park. That place was absolutely. Um, so, I would also before, like to say before we go today, any further, Tommy, you should say uh, all the teams that won their divisions and who's in the playoffs right now. I would like to say congratulations to these division winners. The Baltimore Orioles, the Minnesota baseball team, the Houston baseball team, still cannot believe they actually pulled that out of their ass. And those are the three division winners in the American League. We'd also like to take congratulations to the division winners in the National League, the Atlanta Braves, Milwaukee Brewers, 
and for like what it feels like the tenth straight year, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Your wild card teams consist of Tampa Bay, the Tech Tampa Bay Rays, the Texas Rangers, and the Toronto Blue Jays in the AL. And in the National League, we have the Philadelphia Phillies, the Miami. Miami Marlins. I almost said Dolphins on accident. <laughs> Miami has a Dolphins. And the Arizona Dolphins. Team. What? Um, I would also like to say congratulations to the Minnesota baseball team. You officially now get your W back because guess what? They won a playoff game! First time in 19. Years. You will now forever be known as the Minnesota Twins now. And well, again. Again. <laughs> you you are back they to being the Minnesota Twins. Against the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, I would also like to say uh, Tampa uh, the Rays just get the hell out of Tampa. They set the lowest attendance record with 19,000 people in Minute Maid Park today. To, to be that is fair the to lowest. Them. Attendance ever. I get it. It was an afternoon game. And the stadium is 40 minutes outside the major city. Uh, yes, I get that, but still. And at the same time, that's still Sports. 79% nope. of the Montreal. No, they've already, they've already gotten permission. They're building their new stadium in Tampa. Okay. Tampa proper. By the way, uh, that 19,000, yeah, that's 79% of the capacity of their stadium. So. But I don't think I actually, hold on, I take that back. I don't think I actually read that right. Yeah, 19,704. Their uh, stadium's capacity is 25,025. So. Yeah, so their t- attendance today was 19,704, excluding 2020. This is the first playoff game in MLB with less than 20,000 attendees since Game 7 of the 1919 World Series. Mm. Yes, the last playoff game with less fans in attendance. That's fuelist Joe Jackson playing in it. Well, there you go. So Wow. There, yeah. Yeah, it was also like, what, what time was this? What time did this game start? Like, oh, uh, first pitch was two o'clock. First pitch was at two o'clock our time. Yeah. So three o'clock there, and they play forty-five minutes outside of Tampa, and they Downtown play Tampa. again tomorrow at two o'clock. Wait. Wait, shouldn't game two be in Texas? No, remember they do the all games played at one stadium now. Oh, that's right. I forget. It's all at one because of travel reasons. I always forget that. Yeah. Stupid. I I kind of genuinely forgot. I get it makes total sense. Because, like, that would be such a traveling and logistical nightmare. Not if you break it up like you do the Division Series. I get it, but, like, I don't think they want it going all the way into mid-November. Why not? 
I don't know. Might as well. Lord knows the NFL ain't given us any good games so far this year. What are you talking about? We had one this past week in Chicago. We had, that is that. We, we had two tank bowls this week, bro. Game. We had, had two, two tank bowls. We had a tank bowl yesterday or last Sunday. We had two. And it was glorious. I'm a fucking. I am a sicko for for stuff like this. I'm a sicko. All right. Language. Russell Wilson has to win at least one game, right? Yeah, exactly. That too. We'll get to that later. But my point being, might as well. The NFL season this year has kind of been a disappointment thus far. Homie, what? Like, homie. When we smoking that good stuff. We are five. We are just four weeks into the season. Yeah. We haven't. We haven't started yet. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. But like it was last year. Give me one game. That we can already point to and say, oh, that was a great game already. The first game of the year? What was the first game of the year? Lions Chiefs? No, that wasn't even a, you know, dude, that was a slop fest by both teams. That was because the reason why I said it was a great game is because the Chiefs lost, so. Again, my point still stands. Someone out there is probably going to say. We had the char, but we had the Chargers charging week one of the NFL season against the Dolphins. So week week one. Chargers charging does not make a good game. Yes, it does. It no. makes a fantastic game. Again, uh, I am part Ravens. of the secret community. I love it. What did you say, Ben? Colts Ravens. Colts Ravens week three. Dude, I'm a Colts fan, and that was not a great game. That was literally the Ravens having a terrible time of the Colts fluking their way to a victory. Um, Colts-Rams this week was even worse. Also blame, also more, well, this is the NFL's fault for having just scheduling three or four games during the three o'clock window. Um, ben out here struggling to try and find something for the NFL, but he's starting to realize how bad all these games have been. My point, my good sir. Tommy slowly coming to that realization as well. The uh, no, I was just reading something different. The Chargers Titans game. N- no, do no. not, do no. not. What about Commanders no. Broncos? I don't understand the NFL's hyperfixation with Taylor Swift now. Don't mention the demon's name, Tommy. I Please swear to God, if Swifties know how to run a perfect RPO, it's game over for all of us. It's going to be a Swiftie that's going to be the first girl to play in an NFL game. Mm. Once they figure out how to run RPOs, it's 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 a wrap. Eh, whatever. But my point, anyway, back to MLB, gentlemen. It's uh, time to make our predictions for the MLB playoffs and who will be going to the World Series this year. Who are in the playoffs again? Let me so, so we also had to take into account uh, all the games that went final today. I'll go through them real quick. We have Texas Rangers taking care of business against Tampa Bay for nothing. The Minnesota baseball team. Oh, sorry. The Minnesota Twins now. Yes, they, they can be called Finally, the Twins again. 
finally getting that elusive playoff W and just their W back in general. Finally won a playoff game, three to one. Arizona pulling the rabbit out of the hat, coming back and winning six to three in Milwaukee, and the Phillies taking care of business against Miami, four to one at home. In addition to them, again, Tommy, the division winners. Again, the division winners, we have the Minnesota Twins, the Baltimore Orioles, and the Houston baseball team. How they won the West, I, I don't know. It was technically a tie. Seemed like technically was it? Yes, technically it was a tie. We should have gone the game 163. MLB is a bunch of lames for not going to game 163. Pretty much. Should have gone to game 163, but, you know, to each their own, I guess. Can't wait. Can't push back the dates for one damn game. And then in the American League, we have the Atlanta Braves, the Milwaukee Brewers, and like I said, what it feels like for the 10th straight year, even though that's not what it was, but it does feel like 10 straight years of them winning the West, the L.A. Dodgers. Did you say in the American League again? Because you did. I said nationally. No, I said nationally. Okay. Anyway, uh, Mr. Haley, we'll start with you. Your World Series. So, World Series. Oh, man. Oh, it. Don't want to be that person, but I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Braves, Oreos, and I'll take Braves. In Whoa! Six hang games. on, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not oh. doing that. Braves, Braves, Oreos in the World Series. Okay, Mr. Ben. How many took it right out of my mouth? Okay, so you are also going Atlanta versus Baltimore. I just think Atlanta is just going to keep doing there's no, There's no teams good enough compared to these two in each. I mean, I feel like the Dodgers, depending on what happens, the Dodgers may give Atlanta a run for its money, but I feel like Atlanta's going to do what they've been doing all season, and that's just straight put their... Uh, sorry for the language. They're just going to straight flop their cock on the table and just display dominance like it's no one's business. Like they've pretty much done all season. Except that I feel like run. Baltimore might struggle to get there. And they're going to earn it. Okay. Okay. So you both have Atlanta, Baltimore. Like um, they're going like to PUBG winner, winner, chicken dinner that. I'm telling you right now, Orioles aren't going to the World Series. They're just not. They're not ready yet. Next year? Yeah, sure. This year? No. So you so you think it's basically what the Royals did, where they just straight up swept through their entire way through the American League in 14, got to the World Series in 14, went the distance in 14, and it was like, hmm, interesting. No, I don't even think it's going to be that. Uh, no, I turned my attention south. Um, really think Tampa's going to come all the way? Not Tampa. 
I think because of black magic, they won the division. I think Houston will represent the AL. As for the NL, until I see otherwise... Prove this man. Prove this man. Until I see otherwise, um, I'm going to go with Arizona. What? I feel like right now, if you look at the two or the five or six teams in the NL, <clears throat> the Braves have issues in the bullpen, major issues in their bullpen. They have been. They've had major. I get they had major issues, but they just flop their cock on the table with that offense. That they've just been just dominating teams every single day in day out. What type of pitchers have they struggled against this year, though? I haven't watched enough Atlanta Braves games to give you an honest answer. Off speed. They got to go through the Phillies or the Marlins first to get there. Both of them, what do they have? In spades, in their bullpens and in their starting lineups. Come on, you saw today with Zach Wheeler. Off, off speed. speed. A lot of off speed. A lot, a lot of off speed. Diamondbacks are about to sweep the Brewers because the Brewers shouldn't have even gotten in here. This should have been the Cubs. <laughs> Someone had to win the NL Central. It should have been the Cubs or the Reds. And the Cubs. Should have been well, Cubs or Reds. It was the Cubs shot themselves in the foot against Atlanta. Yeah. So I think Diamondbacks are going to go through there. And if I'm not mistaken this year, I will check right now. Well, very many. I mean, I get it. It wasn't Seiya Suzuki's fault that he dropped that. It's just that random rare occurrence. Shit. Stuff like that happens all the time. If it wasn't a playoff game, or like playoff intention game, no one would have cared. But that's true. If Say Suzuki dropped that in July, it wouldn't have mattered. They would have talked about it on like ESPN and all that. But since it was so close to the end of the postseason, like to the start of the postseason, it was just such a like crucial, I hate using this term, arrow to the knee, kind of blow. Uh, it, like that, that was like the only thing. Like I'm pretty sure MLB Central talked about that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Dimebacks just got to get through the Dodgers, who um, I have not been impressed with at all this year. It looks like the Royals could beat them and win the division. They're that bad. Pretty sure the Royals did beat them this season several times, actually. Uh, I think they may have almost... I think they might have done what they did with Houston this year. I'm pretty sure they only played them three times, but no, okay. No, the Royals played... Uh, well, yes, they did, but the Royals still won two of three, and the Royals won five of six against Houston. Well, five of six against Houston, and I don't understand it. And they took two of... And I'm pretty sure they beat. They took the season, the season series from the Yankees. They did. I think. Did they, the really? Wait, did they really? I was saying there's a joke. Yeah. And the White Sox. Well, that's not surprising. To be honest here. 
Yeah, well, you know. But, um, yeah, I I think it's going to be Arizona-Houston. Because Black Magic and I I think Arizona's young guns are going to get them through. So, there you go. Beautiful to hear. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't foresee the Braves doing what everyone is uh, expecting them to do this year. All right, it's now time for MIP of the week. Crazier things have happened. I know, that's why I'm saying the Diamondbacks. Anyway, it's now time for most idiotic and most impressive of the week. Mr. Benjamin Duncan. All right. Well, my... We're going to start with... The... Most impressive we will start with this week. Okay. And my most impressive goes to... The Seattle Seahawks defense. Not... Not someone else that played that game? <laughs> Are you sure? No one else? The Seattle Seahawks. Not, not another person that may have played that game? If, if we were talking idiotic, then it would be Daniel Jones. Not who I was referring to <laughs> no. again, but... Uh, no. You're you're not referring to someone else who may have played, may or may not, not have played Drew that Locke. game. Not Drew Lock that okay. came in to play for part of the game. Yes, I'm happy he did play, but no, it's the Seahawks defense for sacking Daniel Jones ten times and keeping the Giants to only three points scored at home this season so far. If I'm not mistaken, that set a record for most times Seattle has sacked a quarterback ever think so yeah all right well i'll go next mine also um is our record setter we talked about him on eos this week but mine is mr brady cook for setting the sec record for most passing attempts most consecutive passing attempts without throwing an interception valid so yeah um, by the way, Tommy, he currently has, uh, I gotta pull it back up. What, what did we say he had been? He already almost had, he has doubled what he had, or he's on pace to triple what he had last year. Yeah. But I gotta pull it up just, just to, cause listen, I know we normally, you know, it's EOS. We normally talk about him over there, but I mean, Tommy, I'm going to read these stats off for you. I, I want your opinion on them, okay? You ready? Uh-huh. Uh, is this the one you post on Twitter? What? Or you sent us on Twitter? Maybe. I don't know. The Brady Cook this half? No, 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 no. This is his season. So I'll read off last year's first. Last year, 280, or 248 for 383. 2,739 yards, 14 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. This year, 105 completions, 104 attempts, 1,468 yards, 11 touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, I'm, I'm no expert. 
pretty good. That's, that's pretty that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd I'd say so, boy, howdy. And the weirder part, then Ben will attest to this, he hasn't really done a lot with his legs this year. Yeah. It's kinda weird. But uh yeah, pretty cook, my most impressive. Uh, be wary of him later on in the season if he keeps up this. He might be a has-been. Hopeful. Mr. Haley, you're most impressive. Um, damn, I really don't have <laughs> It's kind of hard because I really didn't really watch any sports or literally anything this weekend. Actually, I hold on, I did. Uh, Amazon for uh, releasing Gen V Boys spinoff. Really fucking, it was really damn good. That first episode was really, really good. Right. That was wild. Alright, Ben, you're most idiotic. Oh, boy. This is where, um, there are some very idiotic things that happened over the weekend, gentlemen. Oh, mine's pretty it's set in stone. Especially on Sunday. There's one in particular I'm going to get to on Sunday. But, um, the big you obvious... You just laugh like Squidward and like homeboy. Yeah. The big obvious was, uh, the New York Giants offensive line. Was it mine? They have, by far, the worst offensive line in the NFL. It's not Daniel... That game, not all of it was Daniel Jones' fault. I like that how he said not line, all of it. <laughs> that offensive line was giving Daniel Jones zero time in the pocket. If you watch that game at all, which I did, because I was hoping to see Drew Locke on the field, because I saw the Geno Smith out with injury, and then I, when the next Seattle drive I saw, Geno was back in from his injury. But New York's offensive, like the Seahawks' defense, it's it's not nowhere near the the top of the league or anything. It's good, but nowhere near the top. But they were just they were shredding the Giants' offensive line like they don't eat. They're they looked like they were playing against like a, a D three school on some of those plays. So unironically, yeah, you're kind of right. I was like, "Damn, like they're just straight beating the shit out of you." I'm like, "These are professional <laughs> athletes, and they're playing like ass." <laughs> the Giants' right tackle, number seventy five. They they literally had to have picked up that guy from Walmart and be like, "Hey, you want to play a football game for us today?" Because he was just letting everybody blow right past him every single play. But I'm going to say, like, you know, like, uh, in the, the most recent version of, like, the, with Adam Sandler's The Longest Yard? Yeah. You know how, like, at the start of the game, like, his offensive line is just not doing anything? Like, they're just standing there letting them get get sacked and all that. Yeah, that's pretty much a good explanation of what happened Monday night. <laughs> uh... <laughs> That number 75, Ben, is Joshua Ezredu. Uh He's yeah, from North Carolina him. and a uh, third-round pick in 2022. But um, the, the bigger idiot that you guys might not have heard of goes to Ohio high school football coach Tim McFarland. Okay. Explain. Some, uh, some play calls choices that he made this past week. Okay. Let me find the thing here. Um, 
An Ohio high school football coach resigned Monday after his team used racist and anti-Semitic language to call out plays during a game last week. Brooklyn high school coach Tim McFarland and his players reportedly used the word Nazi as a play call in a game against Beechwood High School. Beechwood, a Cleveland suburb, is roughly 90% Jewish according to the latest survey published in 2011. Oh. Oh. The team stopped okay. the term in the second half of the game after Beachwood threatened to pull its players from the field. But um, some of the, the, the team's players continued to uh, say that at the opposing team's players. Hmm. Yeah. Not good. Not good at all. Yeah, that's not, that's not, that's not good. Very bad. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, all right. Well, a little bit. A little bit. I don't know. Uh, my most idiotic goes to the Toy Story game. Nah, 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 bro. That was peak. That was peak. That was absolutely peak. No. What happened to Desmond Ritter in the Toy Story game? No, just just the Toy Story game. That was that was stupid. So. If you didn't watch it, okay. When I say the Toy Story game, what 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 springs to your mind? It's in Andy's room, bro. Like, what? But I was expecting, you know, like, oh, here's Desmond Ritter as Woody, and here's you know, Trevor Lawrence as Buzz Lightyear, you know, something like that. I was expecting something like that, where it's like, oh, okay, it's no, no. No, instead they're backyard football characters from Backyard Football 2006. So, I mean, like, if they're okay. Let's be honest here. If they're doing it live, can't like be like, oh yeah, we're gonna take our time, do all this animation. No, you have to do this like on the fly. Oh, I know, but here's the thing. So here's what you do. You do what Nickelodeon did. Where it's like, oh, here's the characters from your favorite Nickelodeon shows popping up here and, you know, whatever. But, yeah, it was just, ugh. Ah. So bad. Anyway. That's what most idiotic is. Just basically that premise. Because you're just ripping off Nickelodeon's idea. Disney. I wouldn't say they were, ten- they weren't really ripping it off. They weren't really ripping it off because, like, they had with Nickelodeon, they just had graphics and all that stuff. With Disney, they had they actually did the actual like the actual game in like as toys. They weren't toys. They were backyard football characters from they're, Backyard they're, Football 2006. St- but still, though, the place still stands. Yeah, God, why wasn't? <laughs> Why wasn't Trevor Lawrence Barbie? They could have had Me Calvin can. Ridley as like um no Barbie because of his hair. But um, they could have had Calvin Ridley as like a Rex. He could have been Rex. So ah! I'm just trying to think of somebody like somebody in a 
like the Toy Story world yeah, that Rex. would gamble. Oh, me. Rex! Like Rex! Gamble. He literally lost money in a poker game. Or no, you know what, Mr. Potato Head, because Mr. Potato Head lost everything to Ham. They Slinky as well. Well, slinky. yeah, they had Slinky, but you know. Anyway, I, Tommy, you're most idiotic. Um, the NFL's new hyperfixation with Taylor Swift. I could, and I say this with the utmost respect. I love li- listen the NFL. I love you. I watch you every damn day. Seven hours of commercial-free football. I could fucking care less about a stupid white girl that complains about breaking up with guys that she could care less about and. I just, I just don't care. I don't fucking care about Taylor Swift. She's using Travis Kelsey for clout, and just, I don't care. I do not care. I want to see Isaiah Pacheco dance, not her pug Blake fucking lively. Hey, Mad Dog said it best. I don't care about Taylor Swift. I'm trying to watch the game. She's having like she grew up in fucking Overland Park, Kansas right now. Sorry, was that too generous? Yeah, that was yeah. too generous. Maybe okay, uh, sorry. maybe Blue Springs. Right down. No, no, not right down. Not right down. She so seems like white trash now. Right down. It's 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 not even just the NFL. It's just all the social media everywhere they won't shut at least they got hold on at least at least social media got off of their hyper fixation with colorado now and now it's just with taylor swift i mean a soul for a soul i guess um y'all are talking about her right now so the local news station was talking about it because guess what they shut it down my fucking throat about it um, so... Like, oh, Taylor Swift's clapping her hands! The NFL's beating it off to Taylor Swift because they raised uh, the NFL's viewer ratings for white women ages 18 to 49 by 63%. It's actually kind of, kind of stupidly impressive. I just it's hate. It's like, oh, we want girls watching NFL. Let's just bring in Taylor Swift. I just hate, you know, media personalities and celebrities all together. So, you know, there's that for me. Except for Ryan Reynolds. I love that. Mm-hmm. Except for Ryan Reynolds. I love that man. Well, yes, I love him too, but. <laughs> but he's not out there, you know, doing that dumb stuff. Anyway. I do believe it is now time to play Who He Play For. Time to step back into the DeLorean with Benjamin Duckin and the history of baseball with Who He Play For. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That that was a sadistic smile from Ben there. I'm, I'm nervous this week. <laughs> What's that laugh, homie? Golly. All right, gentlemen. Um, this guy is a pitcher <laughs> who played 2007 to 2016. Nine years, okay. He okay. played for four teams. Oh, okay. He's a World Series winner. Okay. Um, 
He's from Lincoln, Nebraska. Well, and played for uh, the University of Nebraska. University of Nebraska. This That's, pitcher yeah, is Joba Chamberlain. Jabba. Joba Chamberlain. Damn, Jabba Chamberlain? Okay, New York yeah, Yankees. Seven Yankees. years. Yeah. Uh, who'd he go to after the Yankees? Texas Rangers. Nope. Um, no. Hang on, hang on. Ben. The Just, Braves? Hang on, hang on, before we guess any further. Ben, explain the goal of this game, because we have not been on YouTube in a long time. The goal of this game is, I say, a baseball player, and Brock and Tommy have to guess the teams that said player has played for. That's that's pretty much the premise. There's no like, there's no like you get like five strikes or anything. Cause that'd just sometimes be a little too hard, you know. We yeah. just get yeah. We just keep we guessing just guess until you until get we right. Can't name any more teams. Yep. So we had the Yankees. Yes. So did you say no to the Braves by any he chance? Did. He did I said say no. no to the Braves. He spent the yeah. first part of his career with the Yankees. Yeah, he was a Yankee for a while. I don't remember him playing that long though. Yeah, he was a Yankee from 2007 to 2013. Good lord! So he spent the damn, next that was three damn, years. Damn, that's teams. crazy. Yeah, 14, 15, and 16. He was with the three other teams he was with. And he didn't win another World Series after that. Correct. Okay. So he won it because he won his World 09. Series in 2009. Yeah, 09 with the Yankees. Oh. In which in that season. That season, he went uh, nine for six wins, uh, four seventy-five ERA, with uh, thirty-two games and one hundred fifty-seven innings pitched. So he was a relief pitcher. Uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. Mm. No, I could see him being no. an angel though. They're throwing the out Angels. some big money around that time. No. No. Oh, okay. Think Midwest. Ooh. The Cleveland... Ooh. The Twins? Not the Twins. Cleveland... How about the Cleveland Spiders? Yeah, Spiders. 2016. So he went to another World Series. He just didn't win it. Yeah, 2016, he pitched 20 innings for Cleveland. Um... In 20 games. We need 14 and 15, the teams he was with. Yes, because you need you need 14, and then the same he was on the same team he was in 2014 and 2015, but then he was traded to a team in 2015. Was he a main piece in that trade, or... Or was he just, you know, pennies on the dollar? Uh, so basically... It looks like he was... He was a he was a, a side piece. <laughs> that doesn't help really. It was like the fries at the bottom of the bag. Okay. Yes. Um. So not Cleveland. Not yeah, because you guys got you got you guys got the Yankees, and he he ended his career in 2016 with Cleveland. Oh, so yeah, Cleveland. Let's say Detroit. No. Mm. 
He was in Detroit what? 2014 and half of 2015. What the heck? I don't remember that at all, no, but okay. I don't. That's weird. Um, um, how many more teams do we have left? One. One. One? The team he spent oh. the second half of 2015 with. He said he was a side piece. He was was pennies on the dollar in this trade. He pitched a total of 5.2 innings for this team. Oh, boy. Oh, so he was literally a penny on the dollar. Like, literally just there. Yeah. So Detroit traded him for... He had an ERA of 7. Are we still kind of in the Midwestern area, or are we, like, south? Yes. Yes, Midwest, yes. I'm trying to remember who wasn't good in 2015. Milwaukee? No. Milwaukee had a decent team that year. I, d- I don't know. I'm guys still trying to do the yet. general Midwest area still. <sighs> was a side pe- Wait, was the team good or bad? Good. Was, yeah, was it bad? But he wasn't. No, he. You, I already asked if he won another World Series and you said he didn't. So it's not the Royals. Don't even. No. Um. um. It, Chicago it White Sox? Royals. It was the Royals? I asked you if you won another really World like, Series. Well, it, it, on baseball reference, it just says 2009 World Series. Maybe so he, he, I guess he didn't win. He didn't make, maybe he didn't make the roster for the playoff push. Yes, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't make the roster for the okay. playoff push. Okay, so, so it's he must have been on the 40 man roster, but didn't actually make the World Series. No, roster. no, if he was on the 40 man roster, he would have gotten a ring, so it would have counted. So he had to be down in Omaha, or up in Omaha. Or he might have been designated for a He pitched 5.2 innings for the Royals and had a 7.94 ERA. <laughs> okay, yeah, he must have been DFA'd then. Yeah. In, six games. Been DFA'd. in six games with yeah. the Royals. No, he got he got designated for assignment. He got sent to Omaha. They're like, all right, you're going home, and you're going to try and figure this out. <laughs> All right, there we go. That was another one of who he play for. He did have a career uh, war of 7.6, uh, ERA of 3.81, and a, a win-loss ratio of 25 wins, 21 losses. He wasn't a bad pitcher. He was just on some bad All right. Yankees teams. Okay, 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 okay. And for reference, he wore number 62 for the Royals. <laughs> That's such a weird pitcher number. Ugh. Ew. Ugh. 62? Ugh. He wore 62 with the Yankees, Royals, and Cleveland, but he wore number 44 with the Tigers. See, now that's a pitcher's number right there, 44. Of course, I also think that because of Luke Hochaver, but, you know, whatever. All right, it's time to talk about the NFL. Yes. The Bengals stink. <laughs> I was wondering just who straight, was going to say what. They're straight up just... You stink. We also have a diva... Hold on. We're also on diva right now. We're on diva watch right now with Jamar Chase. Mm. I'm always open. I'm like Waffle House and Whataburger. I'm always open. Whataburger doesn't sound too bad right now, actually. No. Neither. I know, right? Mm. Gotta get one of them honey chicken biscuits, whatever the heck it's called. Mm. I had one this morning. Ooh, that thing was. I had two of those this morning. Those things were fuck. Were, were smacking my boy. 
God, we're... Can you tell that me and Tommy work the night shift? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I forgot what we were talking about. Now I'm just focusing on Whataburger. Can we just talk about Whataburger instead of the NFL? The NFL. The NFL. NFL. We were on the NFL. No, can we talk about Whataburger instead of the NFL? Because I find that more interesting than anything that's happening in the NFL right now. I don't know. Can we just talk about how good Zach Wilson actually looked against the Chiefs? But once again, officiating bails out, bails them out yet again. And here comes all the Chiefs fans saying, oh, you're just salty. You're just salty. (laughs) Shut, Shut up. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. You guys almost lost to the Jets. Also, as a as someone who somewhat particularly takes in sports gambling, I absolutely despise Patrick Mahomes right now. Somewhat. Yeah, sh- shut your mouth, <laughs> homie, homie. You're making regular trips to Kansas. Touchdown to make it a t- hold, on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. He could have scored. He could have walked in for a touchdown, made it a ten point game. But no, he decides to slide at, like, the three-yard line for the first down to end the game and then just knee it out. Score right there. Score that fucking touchdown. (laughs) Score. Just score. Make it a ten-point game. Ben, your thoughts on the Chiefs-Jets game? Like, bro, like, come on, bro. Ben. No. Honestly, man, the Jets totally should have won that game, probably. But it's just like, oh, yeah. oh the, the Chiefs are going to sneak away with it. Okay, let's go around Take the Taylor horn. Everyone's... The build. Taylor Swift is in the building, so the Chiefs are automatically given a win. Ooh. Anyway, hang on. Once again, let's go around the horn. Tommy's a fan of... Ben's a fan of the Lions. Roar! I don't know. Brock's a fan of the Colts. So again, these are people that are not Chiefs fans saying this. Um, I'm holding my opinion on that. I don't care about the NFL really anymore. So the Aints. The Aints. Probably in reverse. Anyway. Uh, any other NFL you want to talk about, or can we go back to talking about, I don't know, stuff that's actually interesting, like Whataburger and Ben talking about his conservation job that he has? Why can't I drop Joe Burrow in fantasy right now? Says- <laughs> Why would you want to drop Joe Burrow? Hey, Ben, it's okay, because I was trying to drop Brees Hall like, the other day. <laughs> You know what's funny? My optimized thing is telling me to start Kirk Cousins this week. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm starting Jalen Hurts. I'm trying to pick up C.J. Stroud. You're, you're talking to the guy to that started Brock Purdy over Josh Allen this week. And Josh Allen had 63, you know, 63 points. Anyway. No one else got anything to talk about NFL-wise? No, not really. NFL sucks. Can we all agree? Yeah, NFL is in the low point right now. 
Yeah. They are in the dark days where they're, uh, you know, appealing to 18 to 49-year-old white women. Scary. Very scary. Let's talk about something that's actually, you know, somewhat interesting. Let's talk about our fantasy league from this week, gentlemen. Shall we? Guys, I'm in first place, yeah, the boy. What was that I'm in first place. I am somehow in first place right now. Uh, I could tell you how you're in first place. Ben, who's your starting quarterbacks again? Uh, the undroppable Joe Burrow is on the bench, and I have uh, Jared Goff starting. Okay, cool. Uh, my wide receivers and running backs are all hurt the first two weeks. So that's how you're in first place right now, my good sir. But uh, let's give some... Plus I have Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yes, so there's like Hurts. three points every time they do the fourth, like the three and one. Also, I would like to say to the people that complain about the QB sneak, the Eagles run on the fourth, like the, the short yardage plays... He's, he's just get better. From the running back. Just get better. Just get better. Just, just straight up. Just get better. All right, gentlemen. Like your team, your team must have a shitty defensive line if you're complaining about a play. Language. Tried and true football play. Language. All right, let's talk about uh, the scores from this past week, gentlemen. <sighs> And more specifically, Ben dropping 168. I loved reading yeah. the article that the game, I loved reading the article the game came out with for like the, the recap. And it said that uh, the difference in points between uh, me and uh, Nate was 91 points, which was the largest <laughs> point differential <laughs> of the season so far for our league. And I, like I love how, how mine's. This is what mine says. Is the headline? It says headline: Shadow Wizard Money Gang top plug climbs to first place after beating Plug seventh place one and three three hundred forty five points ninety eight seventy three Shadow Wizard Money Gang three and one four hundred sixty five points takes over first place in the league. Jalen Hurts registered the third highest player score this week with forty six. Shadow Wizard Money Gang took a thirteen point lead on Sunday afternoon and held the lead throughout the matchup. <laughs> Shadow Wizard Money Gang has found success lately. Is on a three-game winning streak, while Plug is headed in a different direction, having lost their last three. Adding insult to injury, Plug received no points from Nick Chubb. Ouch! How do I check that? Because I'm on my desktop uh, version right now. You go to. Oh, you go to. Actually, it's on the phone. I usually oh. do it on the phone. So if you go to the previous the week that you want to look at, it'll give you a thing that says "View Match Recap." Matchup recap, and it'll show you. Although I'm kind of mad, Raheem. I picked up Raheem Mostert, and he only gave me one damn point yesterday. Mm. That's Count like uh, Bob Uecker in Major League. That's like, we got one hit oh, today from the Indians. I found it. That's it? I found mine. That's it? One hit? One goddamn hit? I got it. <clears throat> Kansas Rangers smoke Mike Vick's dog pound. Climbs to third place. Kansas Rangers clobbered Mike Vick's dog pound 126-82 to while putting the second highest score this week. Kansas Rangers took a two-point lead Sunday afternoon and maintained that advantage the rest of the matchup. This is a in this this was a solid route with 44-point margin being the fifth highest in league history. 
Kansas Rangers started one player with zero points, while Mike's Dog Pound served up one goose egg, meaning both teams could have scored more points. Uh, by the way, my player that scored no points was Debo Samuel. I am in third place. Mike's Vic's Dog Pound drops a sixth. Uh, I take on the Troy Pink Harleys, who picked up their first win last week. Against the Sarbacks. Oh, I don't know. Let's see, how do I get to... I want to read off mine for you guys. So, okay. So, Ben, go to uh, matchup or go to your team. Go to your matchup. It'll show you... It'll show you your current one, and if you go to, like, the weeks, if you go back a week... It'll say view matchup recap, and it'll show you like a recap of. I got you. Other than this is like an AI generated thing. I got you, Ben, because I can send it to you. Here, we're gonna do it like a uh, fastest minute, cool. you know, fastest two minutes and all that. So here, I'm reading. I'm it's posting not. them all right now. Uh, so Tommy, if you will get us started it's off with that first one. Yes. Get us start with that first one right there. If here we go. View yeah. match recap. Hang I'd on, love ben. to read this for I'm, you, Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sending the ball. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You skipped the first one. What the hell? Why does it say week five? You already did you already did that one. Oh I did. Damn, whatever. How do I... In addition to the fancy victory, most of all mom hunters were savvy enough to pick winners in real-life football as well, among all the stars. Hang on, what the hell are you doing? You're skipping over the first one, the, the very first one right there. This is this is different than what I have on my phone, too. Because the uh, the title of the article is uh, Missoula Mom Hunters. Why, are why are you going... Silence is Nate. What which one do I have? Okay. Carly. Oh, what are you doing? If it's this this difficult, we're not gonna do it. Whatever. I think that's all of them. This, this was a beatdown for the record books with a ninety-one point margin being the highest recorded in the league this season. Okay. Anyway, you ready, Tommy? And go. Uh, no, because it doesn't show my recap, and I already said my recap. That's. I already said what I wanted to say about my recap. Let's move to another topic. Uh, Anyway, Troy Pink Carly's got the win this week. Uh, They defeated my father in the Sarbacks, 103 to 61. My dad had one, two, three, or two players with no points, two players with one point. Oh, by the way, his quarterback was Patrick Mahomes, and he got him 19 points. By the way. He didn't do really well. By the way, uh, the Troy Pink Harley started Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor this week. The reason they won is thanks to a combination of Lamar Jackson and Derrick Henry, who combined for 67 points. Nice. So, there you go. There you go, Grandpa. Good job. You got the win. Now you play me this um, week. Uh, your matchups this week. See the Troy. I was going to say Brock. Um, in 
in one of my other fantasy leagues, someone gave Joe Burrow the nickname Joe Marcus Russell. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Yikes. Ooh. Anyway. Your matchups this week. Troy Pink Harley's take on the Kansas Rangers. Missoula Mom Hunters versus Mike Vick's Dog Pound. Shadow Wizard Money Gang takes on Nate and the Sarbacks take on Plug. Quick look at the standings in the playoff position. Overall, no surprise. Shadow Wizard Money Gang in first place. Nate in second. Kansas Rangers in third. We love. And the Missoula Mom Hunters in fourth place. Remember the top four teams advance to the playoffs. We love casting spells. Bees make honey. Yeah, good luck against uh, Nate this week. I don't think he said his lineup because he has Herbert and Eckler starting, and they have a bye week this week. Well, yeah, I'll remind him. Is he gonna st- don't remind him. <laughs> I'll remind him. All right, I don't. I don't want to start Kirk Cousins NFL fantasy. All right, it's time for Ben's list of things. The most thrilling ten to hour long segment in podcast history. Ten to hour. Well, that's about how long these last. They either go an hour or they go ten minutes. There's no in between with Ben. Make it snappy. Yeah, make it actually. He needs to make it very quick. I had to go to bed here soon because I got stuff I got to do in the morning. That is valid. Okay. My list of things. Uh, should I start the Saints defense or should I start the Dolphins defense because they're playing New York this week? Dolphins. Right, my list of things. We're gonna start with. <laughs> We're going to start with college football stuff and just college stuff in general. Um, LSU, I learned this past week, is limiting the amount of times neck is played at football games these days. What? Excuse me? Yes, I learned this directly from a Mizzou band member. Myself. A Mizzou? That on. Or LSU, I'm, a- I'm sorry. But, uh, what? That's bullshit! Sorry, 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 sorry. I apologize. We're back on YouTube. We gotta stop cussing. No, I apologize, but I'm not wrong when I say that. That's stupid. But the band can play it, but as soon as the the student section starts chanting, you know what they're chanting, all the stuff that they're gonna do. They're gonna do it anyway. Like the band off. Hello. Let them play it. Hey, Tommy, go ahead. What 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 is it that they sing? It's okay, Mizzou still plays it. Yeah, but we don't chant it. Yeah, but they don't say it. They don't. You guys don't even play it correctly. God, they're going to play it this week. Oh, oh man. Um, Michigan State has fired head football coach Mel Tucker for his uh, harassment allegations. Um, I, Texas thought, I thought you talked about this last week. He did. No, like he's officially fired. No. He had resigned, but now he's uh, fired. Uh, Texas A&M quarterback Connor Wigman is out for the season with a foot injury. Once again. Um, Go figure. The AAC commissioner clarifies desire for 5-7 to seven college football playoff model meant for 2026. 5-7? to seven. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I don't know, it's weird. Five to, you said 5-7 to seven teams? Yeah. 
What the hell? Ew. Why? Ew. That's gross. Gross. That doesn't even work. Ew. Yuck. Uh, Wait. Yuck. It's like the red line where it's like, yeah, corn. Yeah, ew. Yuck. Gross. Wheat. Ew. Disgusting. Blech. Um, the college football playoff committee has delayed talks of changes to a 12-team format while the Pac-12 situation plays out. Thanks, Pac-12. You totally grew in next year. I'm so looking forward to seeing a 12-team playoff. And then... Let me find it for you guys here. Hold on, guys. I'll be right back. Okay. Actually, I gotta make a phone call real quick. Okay. Um, yeah, but this next one is the... The e the this is the es the college football top twenty five week six per ESPN FPI and um, here is their top twenty five teams. Can't wait to hear this one. It is it is very bad. Oh, I bet. Coming from whatever FPI is and at ESPN football power index. Is what they uh, they say it stands for. Okay, never mind. They went straight to voicemail. Oh wait. Ah. Yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like, who was smoking when they made this? Because Mizzou totally hasn't played any harder teams than you know. Maryland. Maryland or Wisconsin or Clemson or K-State, who we've beaten. <laughs> uh, Miami. All right, let me see. Let me see this. North Carolina. Their most impressive win is what is South what is the is this per ES, so this is per ESPN's Football Power Index. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry, this is wrong. Wisconsin is ranked 24th. Excuse me? There's no Mizzou as well. <laughs> You're telling me but Miami yeah. is more impressive than Mizzou? You're telling me Kansas State, who Mizzou has beaten, looks more impressive? Clemson? They have Alabama at three. And Texas is behind them, who Texas beat this year already. Whatever. Stupid. Anyway. Moving on now. Um, to the NBA. There's just a little bit of news. Um, the Utah Jazz have unveiled special 50th season jerseys, which pay tribute to the franchise's first season in New Orleans. New, New Orleans. You have a photo of it? I can see it. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Um, where'd it go? Um, yeah, they're just kind of... Hey, Tommy, imagine, uh, LSU's jerseys, just with the Jazz logo. Oh, Okay. Oh, and then here, here's what the court looks like as well. I found a website that shows what the court looks like. 
Yeah. That's not bad. No, it's not, but it's not great. And then the biggest thing in NBA news was the Damian Lillard trade this week. So to see uh, Jimmy to Butler in uh, yeah. uh, roll up to media days for the Heat. So explain this to me in baseball terms. He's in his emo phase, basically. He's got. He said that he basically is listening to My Chemical Romance and all that because he couldn't get Dame to Miami, basically. Explain in no baseball way. terms. Damian Lillard. Uh, um. Oh, let's Damian see. Damian Lillard got traded to. The uh, hold on, no, 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 it'd be like Juan Soto, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., both signing with the Dodgers. Ew, no, actually, hold on, that's actually no, 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 not really. It'd be like it'd be like if Juan Soto. It'd be like Alex Gordon deciding to leave the Royals and play for another team in a trade. Gross. Okay. Just because I, I, I love Damien in Portland because I wanted him to stay there for his career. And now he's in Milwaukee. Okay. Um, all right. Next up, MLB. Brooks Robinson died at the age of 86 the other day. He made 18 All-Star Game appearances and spent all 23 years of his Hall of Fame career with the Orioles. He won two World Series rings and 16 gold gloves. And his nickname was the Human Vacuum Cleaner. Because he sucked. Everything up that came to him. Adam Wainwright has officially retired for, from the Cardinals. Explain in basketball terms. Uh, What do you mean explain in basketball terms? He's just retiring. <laughs> explain in basketball <laughs> what terms. What say? He's retiring. Explain in basketball terms. Uh. Uh. Udonis As- Haslam retiring. <laughs> His first thought is Haslam. His first thought is Haslam. Not like, I don't know, Kevin Love or... No, Love's still playing. What do you mean? Oh, well, I don't know. Paul Pierce. I don't know. Someone like that. Yeah, Tommy mentioned earlier the Milwaukee Brewers won the NL Central third third time in six years. Uh, Francisco Lindor has secured the first career 30-30 season with the Mets. Um, Ronald Acuna Jr. secured the MLB's first 40 home run 70 steal season. Explain in basketball terms. LeBron James in the playoffs. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, Orioles Ronald Acuna this season? Pretty, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Orioles announced a new 30-year lease to remain at Camden Yards. Good. Wish the Royals would do that at Kaufman. They're not. They're gonna, the Royals are building Better that new not. stadium in North Kansas City, baby. Bobby Witt Jr. completed the first ever 30 home run, 30 stolen base season in Royals history. Uh, said he said his name this, wrong, by the way. He, yeah, Bobby Witt Jr. Bobby Witt Jr. By the way, he was this close to getting 30-50, but you know. 
Charlie Blackman got a one-year extension with the Rockies. Say that, that again. Fifteen million. Say that again. Charlie Chuck Nasty Blackman got a one-year extension with the Rockies, worth up to fifteen million dollars. Jordan Lyles got his sixth win on the season the other day. So he is now six wins, 17 losses on the year. Let's go! Tommy, check Discord. <laughs> That's what was, I heard. Uh, uh, double take as well. I was like, hmm. Continue, bud. Yeah, the Miami Marlins made it to the their, the, their fourth postseason berth in team history, eliminating the Cubs in the process. And the Diamondbacks landed their first playoff berth since 2017, eliminating the Reds from the playoffs. Yeah, well. The, the yeah, I have another question. Hmm. What, what, have, what cliff did Ellie De La Cruz jump off of? Uh, people figured him out. I haven't heard about anything from him in a while yet. Yeah, it's because right? he, he, people figured him out. It's the O'Neill Cruz cliff. Uh, <laughs> um, Oakland A's Estruri Ruiz broke the American League rookie record for stolen bases in a season at 67. Dude's fast. He's can't very wait, fast. Can't wait to see him get signed by the Phillies next year. And what is probably his last time playing in Kaufman... Uh, Zach Grinke earned his second win of the season on Sunday, making him two wins and 15 losses on the season. Is this his final year? Go around the yes. horn. Probably. The way, they, the way they tweeted out that tweet, him getting pulled from the game, after getting that strikeout or out, yeah, he, yeah he's retiring after this season. Ben? Yeah, probably. I mean, I heard some some like interview thing with the Royals on the news earlier, and they were like, "Yeah, there's three spots that are locked down in the starting pitching right now, and that's Lyles, Singer, and Riggins." My God, they're bringing back Lyles, Jesus! No, what the? Down starting pitching, and then. The two other open, the two other starting pitching spots were open, and then they said the bullpen was needing work. No, no, the bullpen needing work. Infield is locked down, and then outfield they'll be looking at making some potential changes. Outfield actually wasn't that big of an issue for me this year. I kind of like the outfield. Yeah, I kind of like the infield this year, Tommy. Or outfield this year, Tommy? I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was decent this year. It was just, you know, we couldn't pitch worth the dang. <laughs> um, now into the world of the NFL. Um, there's going to be multiple occurrences of this throughout this. I'm just letting you know that now. But um, earlier in the week, Raiders defensive end Chandler Jones said he was transferred to a behavioral health facility last week in Las Vegas against his will. More on that here in a bit. Um, police are investigating the death of former NFL wide receiver Mike Williams 
saying probe involves unprescribed narcotics by an outside party. Good grief. Um, former chief safety Daniel Sorensen has signed with the Saints practice squad. Dirty Dan. Tommy. Uh-oh. Oh, I'm Dirty Dan. The NFL Union has revised <laughs> the NFL and the NFL <laughs> Union. Hold on. Rock understood the joke. Yeah, I know. I'm Dirty Dan. I'm Dirty Dan. Nope, I'm Dirty Dan. No, I'm Dirty Dan. The NFL and the NFL Union have revised their gambling policy, meaning they modified their gambling policy to include harsher punishments for betting on NFL games and reduced penalties for gambling on other sports at team workplaces. Under the new policy, betting on NFL games will result in an indefinite suspension for a minimum of one year. Players receive at least a two-year ban for gambling on contests involving their own team. Game fixing will be punished with a lifetime ban. Punishment for betting on non-NFL sports while at the workplace has been reduced from a six-game suspension to two games. A second violation uh, will be a six games, and a third violation will carry at least a one-year suspension. Hmm. Okay. Um, then back to the Chandler Jones saga. Um, Chandler Jones was arrested for a protective order violation. And then after that, the Raiders released Chandler Jones. Yeah, I don't know what's up with him, but he needs to seek professional help on the highest yeah. level. I think it's the CTE getting to him. Uh, Khalil Mack recorded six sacks against the Raiders this weekend. Tied for the second most in a single game in NFL history, making him become the fifth player in NFL history to reach the milestone. Um, This is what you get for trading me. Yeah. A judge is ending the conservatorship between former NFL player Michael Orr and the Memphis couple who took him in while he was in high school. Good. Um, Next up, we have a picture from the r slash bears reddit account. Oh, boy. Oh, Jesus. All right, let's, let's see this. Um, this man posted in the bears reddit account. Um, remember when the bears traded a second rounder for Gaines Adams and then he died the next season? That was a better trade than Claypool. Damn! Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well then. And then in a um a Houston Texans uh fan Twitter account tweeted out Thousands of Stroud boys have gathered in the streets to demand respect as their franchise quarterback takes over the NFL. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, hold on. can you say that one more time? Stroud boys. Stroud. Stroud. With a Stroud. CJ Stroud. Okay. Yes. You said Stroud. You said Stroud. 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 Not not Stroud. Not not something else. No, Stroud. 
Okay, not, not something else that would be a uh, gang. Like, like the quarterback, crime. the professional yes, quarterback. The professional quarterback the of the Texans. Texans CJ Stroud. Okay. Just, just played at Ohio State. Yes. Again, Stroud. Stroud. Okay. Okay. Just, just making um, sure. Sauce Gardner uh, says he has a conspiracy that Taylor Swift is the reason the Chiefs are winning this season. <laughs> Not a conspiracy theory that he got. Well, you know, caps? they finally have Travis Kelsey back, and he's getting about, I don't know, 95% of the targets that Patrick Mahomes throws. So, I mean, there's that. I don't, I don't know if you guys They played the Bears. <laughs> They put a. Uh, they play. Let's see. They played Taylor Swift on the Doritos. Bears. The oh, Jets, the Lions, and the Jaguars. They put Taylor Swift on the Dorito bags. Now, you guys, if you didn't know, that's notice. not. So so far, they have played the Lions, which they lost to in Week One. The Jaguars on the road, which they won in Week Two. They played the Bears at home, which they absolutely creamed. And they just now play the Jets in East Rutherford and barely won and didn't score a touchdown. God, I'm going to get myself mad again. Don't calm down. List of, of, of my list. Um, we have an update with uh, Matt Canada. Blame Canada. Blame Canada. Can, if you guys could. How does he have a job? If How? Tells the, tell the audience uh, what his position is and on what team. Matt Canada? Yeah. He's supposed to be the offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but he's not doing that right now. Um, so, um, it's been found that uh, Matt Canada has a, a burner Twitter account. So of course he Wait, does. Wait, really? Yes. Of course he it's does. It's at DannyFootball77. And, um... This, this guy on Twitter went through the forgot password process for the account and uh, took a picture of the, the email address that it was associated with uh, getting the, the, the password thing fixed. And the email was matthew.canada at steelers.com. Boy. Great one there, Matt. I'm smooth. Just take how I run my offense. Well, that's been my list. All right. Well, with Ben's list out of the way, it's time to play Most Expensive Ticket. The game where... For NFL or... Both. College or, or professional. For college and for the NFL. Where Ben and Tommy tried to guess the most expensive ticket... This week in the NFL and college football. Gentlemen, we start with the college football uh, ranks, where there's only three games with the cheapest ticket over a hundred dollars. Uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a gander at the most expensive. Okay. Uh Texas in Oklahoma. It's Texas State Fair, Red River. Three hundred dollars, yes, that is the top most expensive ticket. Uh, I was half, 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 we got half the stadium also we uh who's the Oh, Texas is the home team. Yes. So we get a elite uniform matchup, by the way. Yeah. Gentlemen, I need the look, second... hate this Look, hate this rivalry all you want, depending on who's the home team and who's the road team, 
always an elite uniform matchup. Uh, always. Need always. the second and third most expensive tickets. Um, Alabama, Texas A&M. That's number two. Yeah, the game played in uh, College Station. Need third most expensive. I don't know, Kentucky at Georgia? Kentucky, yeah, Kentucky, Georgia? That is indeed the third most expensive. So all three of them are SEC SEC games. All right, cool. (laughs) OU Texas isn't SEC yet. Doesn't matter. (laughs) I mean, it's going to be next year. Gentlemen, there are eight NFL games where the cheapest ticket is over $100. I need the three most expensive. Three most expensive? Uh, Jaguars-Bills, because that's an international game. No. Cowboys at 49ers. That is the most expensive. Cowboys at Niners. By $3... Oh, that game's in Santa Clara? Yep. Yes. By $3, it's the most expensive. Oh, and Sunday night. (laughs) I came Sunday night. So glad it's Sunday night. By $3, it's the most expensive. I'm going to go Eagles-Rams. Eagles-Rams, the third most expensive. But there's a hundred dollar gap between that LA one. Too. There's a hundred dollar gap between that one and the second most expensive. Packers Raiders. Packers and Raiders. Only three dollars cheaper oh, than yeah. a Cowboys Niners game. Cowboys Niners two ninety three. Packers Raiders two ninety. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Wait, I forgot to mention, can we talk about the sphere that was in Vegas? It's been in Vegas. Because we forgot to mention that. Wow. <laughs> that might be the coolest thing I have ever, like, inside of it, that might be the coolest thing I have ever seen. Bro, imagine if WWE did a show there. That would be Amazing. Yeah, I don't like it, but okay. Oh, it looks so it looks so cool. I'm talking about the inside of it. I know. Don't care. Like Madison's whatever, like cubed garden or whatever it is, like the Futurama. It's like from MSG or whatever. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, it's Madison cubed, cubed garden from Futurama. Yeah. Anyway, Ben, your thoughts on the the the, the sphere. I don't even know what it is. I okay, haven't there seen you anything go. about it. Alright. Gentlemen, it's time to It's time to play Who's Your Daddy? The game where I name off a minor league sports franchise and you have to try and guess who the major league affiliate is of that team. Gentlemen, are you ready? Yes. Ben? Yes, I'm ready. All right. This one takes us to Maline, Illinois from 2009 to 2018, where we go and meet the Quad City, or Quad City Mallards. Yeah, I, was about to say, I, was, you were, I thought you were going to say Quad City River Bandits. No. Quad, quad same. Silly. Same. Quad City. Quad City, bro. Same. Same thing. This is the second iteration of the team, the original Quad City Mallards. 
uh, played from 1995 till 2007. This is the reimagination of the team. This team played in the Tax Slayer Center, which is a nice 12,000-seat arena up in Moline, Illinois. It is between Moline and Davenport, along with a few other cities. Gentlemen, they played in the IHL, the International Hockey League, the Central Hockey League, and the East Coast Hockey League from 2014 to 2018 before they eventually folded. I need their major league affiliate that they had for the longest time. No, I'll go with the one that they ended with. I need their final NHL affiliate. Gentlemen, who's their daddy? If you want, I could give the give you your the uh, the AHL affiliate, and it'll tell you nothing. Go ahead. The Chicago. Go ahead, Wolves. sure, try. Their AHL affiliate was the Chicago Wolves. Tommy. AHL affiliate was. I'm looking at. I'm in a different Discord right now that I'm a part of. Do you want their colors? See if that'll give you anything. Sure. Yes, I don't know. Black, green, orange, and white. Again, In what year was this they were finally affiliated with? 2017 was the final year of an affiliate before, or uh, the only year they were affiliate with this team before they folded. And they were with, and what was the other team? What was what? What was the name of the team? The Quad City Mallards from Moline, Illinois. Quad City Mallards from Moline, Illinois. Quad City Mallards. What are you doing, Ben? I'm just going to put one out there, and I'm going to say Boston. Okay. Ben's saying the Boston Bruins. I'm going to say... Uh, oh, damn, I blanked on the team I was going to say. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me a second. I'm looking up team names for the NHL. I'm not looking up Show the me. actual team that they're affiliated with. Show me the phone. Um, Show me the phone. Uh, it's, literally, it's, just, it's, just, it's just the NHL standings. It's just the teams that are blank. Okay. It's just, it's just that. Okay. Nothing else. Name of the teams. Uh, fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna take it. The San Jose Sharks. Okay. Neither of you are correct. The final NHL team they were affiliated with was the newest NHL team in the league that year, the Las Vegas the Golden, Golden Knights. Knights. What? Before that, okay. they had been. The affiliate for four years for the team that keeps popping up on these whenever we do Who's Your Daddy, the Minnesota Wild. Oh, bruh. So for four years, they were the Come. Wilds kid, but the final year of their existence, they were the Golden Knights' first ECHL team. Uh, I have to check again, but I do not believe... 
the Knights have a current... Uh, oh, what am I saying? Yes, they do. That's right. Duh. Forgot about them. Anyway, there you go. That's been Who's Your Daddy. It's time for Ben's three things. It looks like he's going to go It does look like that. It looks like okay, Ben about to go sleep. Old, the old chug of Gamer Subs. It looks like to me. Gamer Subs, sponsor us. Well... Um, before I jump into my three things here, just uh, for a second, oh. I went and saw the creator on Friday. Oh, a Ben movie review? I highly recommend it. Hans Zimmer did the soundtrack. Wait, what? Yeah, Excuse Hans me? Zimmer, Hans Zimmer did the soundtrack. It's basically like a Star Wars movie if there's no lightsabers. It could be basically yeah. a Star Wars it was, movie. If it was made by the guy who did Rogue One, so I mean, it looks like Rogue One. Um, and um, the the main g guy character in the movie is Denzel Washington's son, mm. which I haven't watched any of his son's movies, but it was in Tenet, if I'm not mistaken. But just by watching this one with the guy in it, and the little kid did she did really good too. But he did really good acting wise. I thought it was really good. Okay. Overall, Three o'clock during AMC, I might go see it. I don't know. The the music just it's Hans Zimmer, so beautiful. Hans Zimmer doesn't miss, so No, he do he don't he don't he do not miss. So But Alright, moving on to my three things though now. Number one on my list of three things. Damn it, Tommy. Oh, damn it. Damn it. Okay, Ben, say it again. Number one on my list of three things. We have um, this video that my friend sent me, because everyone won't shut up about Taylor Swift. Um, this is a, a meme video about uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey I'm sending in general. Oh, good lord. Oh, God. I'm nervous. Do you remember the first time I came to see you play and I met your mom? No. Huh. Well, that was... I thought that was pretty good. Something. Do you remember the first time I, I went to see you play your game and sat with your mom, Travis Kelsey, with CTE? No. No. Next... The 2023 federal... You, you forgot to... Number two on my list of three things. The 2023 federal duck stamp art contest winner was announced. Wait, repeat that? <laughs> the 2023 federal duck stamp art contest winner was announced. Oh, there's going to be a stamp with a duck on it. If you guys aren't avid duck hunters or haven't hunted duck, you have to buy this duck stamp in order to go duck hunting. Yeah. As part of your, as part of your, like, the, the small, like, migratory whatever tag that you have to buy as well. But, um, in each year they have an artist making a new stamp for the duck season. 
But, um... And I just use the duck stamp as, like, you know, for mail? No. No, it has to be specifically for hunting. But, um, the duck stamp is... You don't have to hunt the ducks, but you can buy it and just... Because most of the money for it goes back into supporting wetlands, which is really nice. But, um... Stop. Here is this beautiful stamp that we have this year. Oh, wow. It is very good. Oh, wow. Those are nice. Yeah, it's it's really nice. Um, I'm trying to... I'm trying to get some information on it. When do we ever get to use the duck without, you know, just... For stupid stuff. I actually... There's a purpose for the duck this time. And that was... It was... Um, the 2023 Federal Duck Stamp Art Contest was an oil painting of a northern pintail by Chuck Black of Belgrade, Montana. A really good oil painting, though. Yeah, it yeah. was. Well, that's, like, really, really good. People actually put work into the the federal duck stamp every year. And then finally, number three on my list of three things. We might have a, uh, well, we have a new hybrid animal. Oh. In the world. Huh? Okay, I am, this is why I love Ben's three things and having Ben on the podcast because we get to talk about stuff like this. I, I literally just had seen this too right before we recorded this. But, um, a, this came out, this article came out, uh, last week, September 27th. But, um, the title of the article is Curious Canine in Brazil Turns Out to Be a First of Its Kind Hybrid. A stray canine in Brazil has turned out to be a whole new breed of adorable. According to a genetic study, the female animal is most probably the first of its kind. A hybrid between a South African pompous fox and a dog, otherwise known as a dog, dog M, I believe is how it's pronounced. It's D-O-G-X-I-M. But, um, from the very start, its appearance and behavior baffled scientists. The animal wasn't like any canine they had seen before. It barked like a dog, and its eyes and dark fur looked like those of a dog, but its pointed ears and long snout suggested otherwise. It also wouldn't eat dog food, only small rats. It was not as docile as a dog, but also lacked the aggressiveness expected of a wild canid. While when handled, a conservationist who helped take care of the creature told the Telegraph, the curious creature was initially found back in 2021, having been severely injured after a road collision in uh, in Brazil. It was nursed back to health at the Center of Conservation and Rehabilitation of Wild Animals at the Federal University of Grande do Sul. This region of South Africa is known for known to host four species of cane, canid, and yet none of these specific animals match up with the rescued canine in appearance or genetics. So wait, is this South Africa or Brazil? Brazil. Okay, but you said South Africa. South America, I'm okay, sorry. Okay, thank you. 
keeps getting confused. I'm like, wait, awesome. what? Yada yada. Um, talk about some creatures that are in the area. With no, no one species fitting the bill, researchers in Brazil turned to the idea of a crossbreed. Genetic evidence from the rescued creature suggests it is, in fact, a hybrid between a pompous fox and a domestic dog, an extremely rare occurrence of two species from different genera reproducing. This discovery implies that although these species diverged about 6.7 million years ago and belonged to different genera, they might still produce viable hybrids. The rescued animal was found to possess 76 chromosomes in total, and these chromosomes have a similar visual appearance to those of domestic dogs and the pompous fox. What's more, pompous foxes have 37 pairs of chromosomes, which could rearrange with, the, with a dog's genome to leave 38 pairs. While it's still not the same as the dog's 39 pairs, the genetic similarities just might allow for a rare combinations of DNA that actually work. The X, the, the rescued canid, also has two X chromosomes with two different morphologies, which indicates they came from two different species. An analysis of the creature's mitochondrial DNA, which only comes from the maternal side, suggests its mother was probably the pompous fox and its father was a dog. So far, we have no scientific evidence that there are other hybrids in this region. However, we suspect that this case we have described is not the only one. Um... In a cruel twist to the story, the dog-fox hybrid apparently died under unknown circumstances at a zoo after recovering from its injuries. Mm. Damn. And you guys want to see a picture of it. Yes, I want to see the picture of this. Are you kidding me? Go, gentlemen. Oh, yes. That looks I like a good girl. Oh, wow. That looks like such a good girl. I would give her all the lovin's if she was still alive. Dang. Gee, I'm, I'm trying to like... Man, I just, uh, South America's weird, dude. Like, I feel like not enough people talk about the, uh, oh, what's the, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Biodiversity down there. Yeah. Cause, I, you know, Africa, of course, gets all the play, you know, for such, you know, oh, look at all the. South, South America. Yeah, but not South America. South America doesn't, Europe doesn't. Uh, Asia kind of does, you know, for the most part, it's Africa and Australia, you know, but I, I don't know. I'd like to see that narrative change. But, um, I found some more information about, uh, the, the, the hybrid. Um, it says like for the death, um, in August, 2023, scientists asked the caretakers at wherever it was located for fresh pictures of it. The caretakers replied that she had died six months prior to the request. The time and nature of her death were never reported. Veterinarian and conservationalist recalled that the canid had no indications of any health problems after her recovery. Six months after the injury, she had been noted as completely healed. The 
Brazilian government issued concerns on the cause of death. The Secretariat of Environment and Infrastructure is conducting an investigation. Ooh. Tommy, you're getting sent down to Brazil to go investigate this further. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. Oh, no, I don't know anything about Brazil. Send them to Brazil. Hellish hellscape. Take him to Brazil. We're going to Brazil. You you have two options. You can either go to Brazil or we can send you to Memphis. So oh, I'm take my chances in Memphis than Brazil. <laughs> All right. Well, Tommy will give you a live crime report in Memphis, where he'll be on the street asking uh, those people. That, it's like uh, the it's like the Ollie Black weather. It's like the Ollie weather report. It's like how much crime is there? A lot. <laughs> Tell me, how many people did you see get shot today? It gon' go rain. Yes. <laughs> it gon' rain bullets. <laughs> Tell me, I want you to go up to three white women and ask them if they would date you in Memphis. And record their reactions, but make it discreet. Like, we're doing this now. This is what we're going to do. Ben, you're getting sent to Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Tommy. You got to go to Memphis instead. It's okay. I have the worst of them all. I'm going to England. <laughs> I'm gonna wear no, nothing. Why are you guys? Why are you guys watching soccer? Soccer's boring. It's football, you bloody wank. <laughs> I'm gonna go there and I'll chainmail. There you go. Uh, that has been Ben's three things. And you know what? I like how uh, not all of those were sports because that's, you know, we shouldn't have just talk about all sports here. I like talking about other things. With that being said, it's now time for gambling and sports gambling more specifically. <laughs> you know, which is based as hell. All right. We're going to start off with uh, OU Texas, gentlemen. At the Texas State Fair, the Longhorns are six and a half point favorites. You know, as much as they don't like Texas, I actually kind of like Texas in this game. Whoa, 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 somebody's going to clip it and just say, I actually kind of like Texas. Tommy's saying that. And by somebody clipping it, I mean I'm, I'm going to clip it. I'm taking Texas in this game. Okay. Ben? Oklahoma. Alright. No, it's kind of funny that we joke that this is going to be a soon-to-be SEC game, yet they're talking about this game on the SEC network. Yeah, I know. Uh, my pick is that the Meteor will strike and kill both teams. I hate both these teams almost equally. Well, unfortunately, we can't have ties in college football anymore, so okay. you have to pick a winner. Well, then I'll say the Longhorns. Because I don't hate them as much as I hate Oklahoma. Next game, the Crimson Tide travel to College Station, somewhere that we will be next year to take on the Aggies. The Howard Bama is two and a half point favorites on the road. Ooh, and that's a 2.30 game? Ooh. It is indeed the 2.30 game. No. Which you know what that means? It has the greatest it? because it's a two thirty game. It gets the greatest song in the history of college sports. Da, 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 
No, I'm singing it, so it's fine. It's my rendition. Anyway, Tony. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with A and M. I don't know. I just got a feeling. Hmm. If he picks the other Texas school or the other Texas game here, team involving a Texas team, then I will say that he's pro Texas. Ben. A and M starting quarterback is out for the season with a foot injury. I'm going with Alabama. Same reason why I'm taking Bama there, Ben. Because, uh, yeah, I, that and I, I, I don't think A&M's got a, I was going to say don't have a chance. They have a chance. It's just, I don't think, so. I don't know. Uh, next game, the Fighting Irish travel across the river from Indiana into Kentucky, more specifically Louisville, Kentucky, to take on the Cardinals, who are now ranked number 25 in the nation. However, the Fighting Irish those those fighting Irish are six and a half point favorites, laddies. I'm gonna go with Notre Dame. Dame. Gonna wipe the floor with Louisville. Can't believe two undefeated teams. The last like two, like two of the remaining undefeated teams in the country are in the state of Kentucky right now. One of them resides in the state of Missouri. Speaking of that other team in the state of Kentucky, by the way, I have Louisville. I think they're going to beat Notre Dame. I just don't think it's going to be close. Uh, Kentucky, or Kentucky, Louisville's actually looked pretty good this year, the games that I've watched. They had that struggle win against uh, Georgia Tech, but that's really been it. Meanwhile, Louisville's cross-state rival in Kentucky heads down between the hedges in Athens to take on the Bulldogs of Georgia. Uh, the Bulldogs somehow are 14 and a half point favorites on the Wildcats. We're going Kentucky. Go with Georgia. It's in the hedges. It's just a completely different environment there. <clears throat> hey, you know what I have to say to that, Tommy? That Auburn oh. game was also between the hedges. I was in the Plains. Mm-hmm. That game was at Auburn. Was it? Yeah, it was at, it was at Auburn. Okay. That game was at Auburn. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm taking the points here. I still think Kentucky's going to lose, but I think it's going to be closer than 14 and a half. Uh, out west, there's a little low-key battle here as Wazoo travels to Palomato to take on... UCLA, the Bruins, are three-and-a-half-point favorites on the Cougars. Bill Wazoo. Wazoo. Congratulations, UCLA, on your upset win. Can't wait for you to rush the field and ruin the Pac-12's chances of getting a team in the playoff. Because that's pretty much how that's going to go. The next game, me and Ben don't have to give our predictions. We gave them on EOS as the Bayou Bengals. That's right. I'm not calling them by the other name because that's not what they are this week. They're the Bayou Bengals of LSU. Travel to Columbia, Missouri to take on the Missouri Tigers. Uh, The Bayou Bengals are six and a half point favorites, but I don't know why. 
Ben, we've already given our predictions over on EOS. Do you want to give a brief uh, yes. breakdown as to uh, your your keys to the game this week for both teams? Because I presented everything for you. If you uh, don't listen to EOS, we do a segment called Know Your Enemy, where I do a full breakdown because I've watched every single game that Mizzou's opponents play that week, play that week, and do an extensive breakdown as to them. The one against Vanderbilt was painful. <laughs> this one against LSU, eh, not so much. Ben, your keys to the game for both teams. Um. Continue from Mizzou. Continue to do that like 55-45 split with passing and running. It seems to be working pretty well. And uh, try to make LSU's defense look like how it did against Ole Miss. Okay. Tell me who do you got for uh, LSU? Oh, hang on. My bad. My bad. LSU or Ben, your keys for LSU. For LSU, <laughs> I would say. I don't. I don't know. Do they? Does LSU have a? They're supposed to have a good defensive line, right? Eh. No. Jaden Daniels can throw for seven touchdowns, and they'll still lose. Find a way to lose that game. Well, yes, about the defensive say, line. That was the thing though. about the Ole Miss game. Jaden Daniels looked awesome against Ole Miss. It's just that defense was non-existent. Um, I would say for LSU. Keep throwing the ball to Malik neighbors, and uh, defensively, defensive-wise, try not to look like what they did last week. Oh my God! You know what I just realized? Mizzou's probably going to have Cad go one-on-one with neighbors all game. It's going to be Abrams Drain versus neighbors all game. Oh my God! That is going to be awesome matchup. Oh, that might be the mess. Oh, it's such a good matchup. I love that. Yeah, no, LSU's O-line, by the way, is god-awful. So, uh, Mizzou's defensive front, which is just... Austin Firestone, three sacks. Not Austin Firestone, but maybe Johnny Walker or Robinson. All hail Johnny Walker. Uh, Tommy, who do you got? Why are you asking me this question? Uh, because we have to ask you. You just, said, you, just, you just said that LSU is going to find a way to lose that game. LSU, I'm still taking LSU anyway. Okay. Um, M-I-Z. Leo-U. In our Maction game for the week. Yeah! We head up to the yeah. curse. We head up to the cursed city of Akron, Ohio. Where the Northern Illinois Huskies, who are one and four, take on the Akron Zips, who are one and four, and the Huskies. Me Akron. And the Huskies are six and a half point favorites. And are you? And are you? So Tommy has the Zips. Ben has the Huskies. Huskies, baby. Okay, me and Ben have differed on a pick already. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm going NIU as well. <laughs> I'm surprised Akron has a win. Hey, it was an FCS school. 
All right, final college football matchup. Undefeated Fresno State travels to the highest elevation in college football to take on the 4 and 1 Wyoming Cowboys. Aaron Laramie, Wyoming. The Bulldogs of Fresno State are six and a half point favorites. Ben, who takes control in the driver's seat for the Mountain West? You are conflicted on this one. I will let you think about it, Tommy. Wyoming. All right, Tommy taking Wyoming. Ben? Oh, God. I just see the thing is, Wyoming really hasn't had a good team since like they've been mediocre at best since Josh Allen went to the NFL and they're starting to get a little good again but then I I also have I have no problems with Fresno State I have no problems with Fresno State like they're totally chill I actually watched a Fresno State game on TV last year I think it was the playoff game or something or no like bowl game last year I watched them last year. Uh, Need a pick, sir. In in Laramie, I'll go Wyoming. Well, I'm going to spoil all of it for you because Fresno State is about to mop the floor with the Cowboys. It's not even going to be close. Fresno State has an incredible offense, a great defense. Uh, Fresno State is going to possibly dominate this game. Time for the NFL, where we head to uh, Indianapolis, Indiana, where the 2-2 two two Tennessee Titans meet the 2-2 two two Indianapolis Colts. Oh, my God. Winner, this game? Where the winner you, could have, this, you couldn't have done the fucking Cowboys-Niners? I didn't say this was the final game, did I? Okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> gentlemen. more. Gentlemen, this game is a pick'em. Dead even line. Who do you have? Dead even line. No separation. Said Colts, Titans. Colts at home. Anthony Richardson has been confirmed to start for the Colts this week. I'm rocking with the Colts, baby. Minshew Mania. Uh, I said it's Anthony Richardson starting. I know. Minshew Mania from the bench. Yes, sir. Tommy? Uh. I just don't know. I just, I just, I'm taking a team. I'm just taking I the Colts. I literally haven't heard anything out of the Titans this season at all. Yeah. Um, they've been okay this year, you know? Just nothing. Like, no one's talking about, like, about the Titans at all. Well, you know, they haven't, they haven't really had any impressive wins so far this year. So, uh... 
I'll give you that one. Ugh, come on, pull it up. see your screen, Brock. It's just white. Listen. Spartans! What is your profession? If you watched the Tennessee Takeover vlog from last year, Ben, you know what that's a reference to. That's good for a Tennessee wow. Titans. First down! Oh, oh, oh. I'm going against the Colts. I think they're f so screwed this game. I think Derrick Henry's about to rush for, like, almost 200 yards. <laughs> like, that level of screwed. And the final game. Really? Mr. Tommy Haley. The Dallas Cowboys travel to Santa Clara to take on the San Francisco 49ers. Where the Niners are four-point favorites. Are you happy? Like, I was like, that might be on the docket. Like, it obviously. is. Obviously. Cowboys-Niners. Niners four-point favorites. Give me the Niners and big cock lock. Or a big, big cock brock, sorry. So you're not going for the Texas hat trick? Oh. Wow, I thought you were going to go for the Texas hat trick. Ben. I'm going with the god of girth, Brock Purdy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have not bought his jersey oh, yet. Oh, sorry, it's, that's not, I'm not reacting at that. I'm reacting at something different. I am not bought his jersey yet. One Mr. Brock Purdy. Yeah. I'm debating it. We share the first, same first name. Uh, how old is Brock Purdy? Am I? Are we the same age? I think he's younger than all of us. Nope, he's 23. He's a year younger. But uh, he was also born in 99. Uh, so we, okay. we may as well be the same person at that point then. Um Let's see. Uh, yeah, I've got the Niners. <laughs> Chris McCaffrey looks like a man possessed. Glad I have him in fantasy. Yeah, yeah. All right, gentlemen, give me your lock of the week as I try to get these uh, picks in so you can read them off. Tommy, start with you. Lock of the week. Oh, I don't know, man. Well, I've sent you um, all, the, all your picks in general. I'm going to go Wazoo. Plus three and a half. Washington State. Plus three and a half. Okay, Ben? NIU winning against Akron's a lock. 
NIU minus six and a half. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to go with the obvious one here out of all these. I'm going with uh, Bama minus two and a half versus AM. Sleeper game of the week. So any other game doesn't have to be one sleeper. of the ones that we have here. Just a game this week that you think is a sleeper to be the best game of the week this week. All right, but uh, my pick Weird. last week was indeed the sleeper game of the week, as it was A and M versus Arkansas. Um, There's no sleeper games in the NFL. All those games are just kind yeah, of no. Yeah, no. Yeah, they yeah just ignore the NFL altogether, pretty much. Um, because I know mine. Go ahead and say it. Uh, mine is Syracuse and North Carolina. You got a four and one Syracuse team taking on UNC in Chapel Hill. Syracuse has given North Carolina fits the last few years. Um, I think it's this one. If not this one, then I'd have to go Wake Forest Clemson. Those are my two that I'd honestly say. I'm gonna go. I oh I don't know actually I don't know about that one. Uh. Oh, man, I don't know. Even though both teams are... No, no. I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. No, you can't have the same one. God damn it. I mean, you could do the Nebraska at Illinois. No. (laughs) No, that's going to be god-awful. No, that game's going to stink. That's going to be the epitome of Big Ten West. Um, oh shit, I'm looking at like the entire FBS schedule. Well, there's a few other good ones here, you know? I guess. Uh, it doesn't look like that. I mean, there are, for sure. Not that one. I, I said Wake uh, Forest Clemson. You could take Wake Forest Clemson if you want. <laughs> um. Got Purdue, Iowa this week. On Peacock. You know what? You know what? Even though, even though this team is two and three, I'm gonna say Arkansas will miss. That was another one I was considering because Arkansas hasn't lost like blowouts this year so far. They've been relatively close. Ben sleeper of the week. Ooh, Ooh that game is this week. Yeah, a lot of people be like, oh, there's not a lot of good games this week. No, no, there's plenty of good games this week. It's just y'all don't know where to look for them, apparently. I was, at first, I was thinking, um, where's it at? Um, why can't I find it anymore? By the way, the first one that sprang to mind 
and I'm going to sound insane for it, was actually Rutgers, Wisconsin. The first one throw out of my mouth. I was going to originally go with was uh, Michigan going to Minnesota. Mm. Which Michigan's actually been putting up points this season. Unlike Minnesota. Or, sorry, Minnesota has been putting up more points than usual. Mm. Hey, Tommy, say the line. Not against very good teams by any means, but... Say the line, Tommy. What? He's talking about Minnesota. Say the line. Soda! Soda! My sleeper game of the week will easily be at 7 p.m. Oof. On Saturday, game. the Colorado the State, of God. Colorado State at Utah. State. <laughs> what the hell? Please tell me you're joking. Well, because isn't that a, that's a rivalry game, isn't it? Um, I'm gonna look that up while you talk more about why you chose that. So keep talking about it. Just because... It is not a rivalry. Okay, but the thing is, they've played each other many, many times. Utah State has 37 wins. Colorado State has 39 wins. And there's two tie games. Yeah. Utah State is on a four-game win streak right now. Um, I'm looking up. Yeah, Utah State's only got three rivals. BYU, Utah, and Wyoming. I swear Colorado-Utah State was a rivalry. No. Colorado and Utah are. That's Rumble in the Rockies. Shoda. Shoda. <laughs> Colorado State's rivals are Colorado, Wyoming, and Air Force. So I don't know where you were getting Utah State and Colorado State. But uh, you sticking with that one or you want to change it? I think both um, Colorado State is 2-2 and and Utah State is 2-3. and And I think it will be a fun game to watch. Colorado State is indeed two and two, and the Aggies are two and three on the year. By the way, you can go to this matchup in beautiful Maverick Stadium in Logan, Utah, uh, for twenty four dollars right now. So, there you go. All right, Tommy, uh, read off if you will your picks. And your lock of the week, I'm sending the sleeper in right now. Oh? 
my picks, I have Texas, Texas A&M, Notre Dame, Georgia, Washington State, LSU, Akron, Wyoming, and Indianapolis and San Francisco. And then my sleeper game of the week is Arkansas and Ole Miss. You forgot your lock and then your sleeper. Oh, and my, my I said my sleeper. So my sleeper game of the week is Arkansas Ole Miss, and my lock is Washington State. Okay. Ben? Huh? Same thing Tommy did. Uh. It's all there in general for you. Yeah. Um, I went with Oklahoma, Alabama, Notre Dame, Kentucky, Washington State, Mizzou, uh, NIU, Wyoming, and Indianapolis and San Francisco. My lock of the week was NIU. My sleeper game is Colorado State versus Utah State. I have Texas, Bama, Louisville, Kentucky, Washington State, the the University of Missouri, Mizzou Tigers, Northern Illinois Huskies, Fresno State Bulldogs, Tennessee Titans, and San Francisco 49ers. My lock of the week is Bama over Texas A&M. And my sleeper of the game of the week are the Syracuse Orange versus the North Carolina Tar Heels in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. May the odds be ever in your favor, gentlemen. Hell yeah. Uh, ben, you will be in Columbia this week for Mizzou versus LSU. Uh, what is the nickname that they've given this game? I don't know. The blackout game? I don't know. Well, it, is it not on your T-shirt that you have? The the, the T-shirt. There, there's no game title for it or anything. Okay. But you will be there if you see Mr. Benjamin. You can't miss him. He's very tall. He'll probably be wearing jeans, the Mizzou LSU game day shirt. Be hanging around one of the bands because he's a weirdo like well, that. Well, I know. I, I, I need to go and talk to some of the LSU people. But um, uh, other than that, I'll probably be sitting in my – the LSU band people. But other than that, I'll probably be sitting in my seat probably. Which is in section... Oh, actually, let's pull that up. So people know where to come find you. Tommy, I'm guessing you'll be watching this game? Yes, I will be watching this game. Live stream? Question mark? Probably not, because I do work that Friday, and... No, kind of... What time's that game? 11? Yeah. So you'll be awake. I mean, you said you were going to watch it. Kind of. I'll be somewhat awake. Live stream? I'll be in section 100. I said I'll kind of be awake. I won't be coherent. Ben? I'll have Joe Biden levels of coherent thoughts. Incoherent thoughts. Get it right. Ben, what section? Section 117. Section 117. Go meet Mr. Benjamin Duncan. Shake his hand. Take a picture of him. Uh, I would say tag the B-card account, but, you know, you can't do that now. Um... Tommy, yeah, Tommy, what you got coming out this week? Uh, work. Mm, funny, you have several days off here. I'm working this get? week. You got tomorrow off. What do you mean I have several days off? You got tomorrow off. I have tomorrow you... off. 
and I work Thursday, Friday. What do you got coming out this week? I've got other things that I need attending to that I've kind of been putting off. Okay. Ben? That are unrelated to this. Ben? Huh? What do you got coming out this week? Literally nothing. The vlog. The vlog. EOS is live over at Elite Tiger Sports. Me and Ben do a comprehensive breakdown of the Mizzou-Vanderbilt game and a good little preview for Mizzou-LSU. I have the uh, write-up that I did, Know Your Enemy, this week for the LSU Tigers. That'll be out on the B-Card uh, website. Clips of this podcast will be out on YouTube as well as the long-form podcast as well as wherever you're hearing it right now, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Be available there. Um, that's about all I got coming out. Ben will be in Columbia. He's in Liberty next week after, so he gets a little bit of a reprieve. So, And I'll be seeing you guys that weekend, hopefully. Yeah, Tommy, what do you got going on next Sunday? Or this coming Sunday, or not this Next coming Sunday? Sunday, the Sunday after. Do you guys want to go and the 18th. Go the 18th. The 18th. The 18th. The 14th. The 14th. The 14th. You work? Work. Mm-hmm. Bam. All right, well, cool. Me and Bank and chill. That's whatever. Anyway, I can be found on Twitter at BrockGorton99. The B and the G are capitalized. Follow that Twitter account for all B-Card updates at this point and very moment. I've been the very sleepy and but sleepy I, Benjamin. Where can you be found on Twitter? I can be found at Elite Tiger Spores 1, the E and TBS on Capitalize. Tommy. Uh, I've been Tommy Haley. You all can find me on Twitter at dude underscore Rex 14. The D and the R are capitalized. And until... Guys, where can the channel be found? Huh? Guys, where can the channel be found? Uh, you're funny. You're funny, Tommy. You're funny. You can follow B Card Entertainment at B underscore Card. Yeah, right now, Brock Gordon 99 is where you can find it. But, uh, you, you know you want to follow it it's not working right now it's a b underscore card ent the b the c and the e are capitalized on that one hopefully that'll get resolved from uh twitter here shortly um that's all we got thank you for tuning in to our return to youtube this week i've been brock gorton i've been tommy haley i've been benjamin duncan Who's about to pass out as soon as this ends? Have a oh one. yeah, he's Larry. He he he's going in. Me me me. Any words of wisdom that you have for us here, Ben? Women are fake and don't exist. Thank you, Ben. That's very good, Tommy. Any? Just Larry do this. I hear nothing. Stop. Tommy, you got any words of wisdom for us this week? I'm going to fight you and I'll fucking kill you. Okay, thank you, Tommy. Have a wonderful rest of your week. I was going to drink plenty of water. Yeah, well, that too. Have a wonderful rest of your week, folks. 
hopefully NFL does, I don't know, something impressive this week that's uh, noteworthy to talk about other than stupid celebrities. Till then. And uh, a burner account for Matt Canada. Till then. Have a wonderful rest of your week, folks. Otherwise, we're going to start reviewing Soprano episodes. I'm calling it now.